Thanks for listening to the Home Fix Show podcast brought to you by Heating Equipment Company. All makes and models of residential and commercial furnaces and air conditioners can be serviced or installed by Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox premier dealer. 208-459-2212. This is a podcast of the Home Fix Show with Joe Prince. Good morning to you and welcome to the Home Fix Show here on News Talk KBOI. I'm Joe Prin, and what we do here every Saturday morning for three hours is try to talk with you, or we try to help you out after talking with you about questions regarding your home, its repairs, things that you have to maintain or fix up either seasonally or when they break, maybe some desired improvements that you've seen, thought about, always wanted to do. Maybe it's just time for it. Maybe you've changed, the house has changed, time to Make some changes, and you may have to work with contractors. You may be doing some of this yourself or with family and need some help with products or tools or sequencing or what things might cost. That's what we do here. You you, you initiate the conversation, though. You grab your phone and you punch in 208-336-3700, and we talk. 208-336-3700. Live streaming of this show, as well as podcasts of previous episodes, are available at KBOI.com. And you can also listen live through that KBOI app, uh, if you would download that, or ask your smart speaker to play KBOI. If you're listening at a time other than when we are live and able to talk directly to you in real time, you can still ask questions at any point by just sending me an email to Joe at joeprin.com, and I will do my best to get you an answer on that. Also there at joeprin.com are the names and numbers of all the uh, the contractors, the service providers, the advertisers and sponsors of the show, as well as uh, just a whole bunch of other people that I, I know and trust. And if you are looking for somebody, hey, Joe, who can do this? Or do you know a good, mm, well, check my trusted resource list there. Uh, first, it's available free to you at joeprin.com. And if you don't find them there, go ahead and uh, send me an email and ask me. Maybe I do know and uh, need to update the list a little bit. Uh, again, welcome to the show today. The number is 208-336-3700. Uh, coming up on the 24th, Terry Hefner will be in studio with us talking about uh, the financial I guess, picture what it looks like, the horizon, what's behind us and all that as far as uh, home building, home buying, investing in homes, uh, you know, mortgage rates, all that kind of stuff, home equity. And it's it's a good time for it. Uh, I was reading a, a, a article just yesterday in Qualified Remodeler Magazine, and the editor for that magazine is kind of, I was writing this, this article, it's kind of saying that like, okay, is it going to happen? Uh, you, you said this was going to happen. Is, is it really happening? Everybody's been predicting this slowdown in this recessionary uh, measurable event that is, was supposed, is, was supposed to take place like starting now, and it hasn't happened. It hasn't happened yet. And they're, they're, they're saying it was this anticipation of this, but it's not happening the way that everybody thought it would. And it's, again, an, another example of one of those things that in recent economic history, so, so many of the, the classic models of uh, consequence, if you do this, this is what happens. If this happens, this is what you do. And it's just not following those things uh, the, the way that we thought they would. And so I thought I'd, I'd just 
talk briefly on that just for a couple of minutes here uh, about that, what that means to us that are, are working on our homes. If, if you were waiting for uh, perhaps the, the, uh, the, the, the recessionary type conditions that you had been hearing about, you know, which you would associate that with the availability of maybe higher skilled or more expert contractors, and you would have more choice on the, the quality of people that you pick for your jobs. Uh, maybe you're planning on taking on a project and you were thinking the prices were going to be uh, dropping down uh, because of lack of demand and uh, things like that that could have could affect your project. And now we're, we're thinking maybe that's not the case. So so what does that mean for us? I mean, here it is. What it's it's June 10th, right? June. Yeah. June 10th. <laughs> Had double check there. My the caffeine has not kicked in yet. I've been up too late the last couple of days. Um, anyway, the, uh, the, the conditions that if you're, if you're planning the, this project for, for your home and you were counting on some things to go in your favor, that, that may not, may not be happening right now. And so what does that mean on June 10th? Well, it means that, <coughs> excuse me, if you were looking towards perhaps a, a fairly substantial maybe interior project as we move into fall, uh, maybe gutting the kitchen and family room and doing that or replacing all the floors in the house or a full interior repaint or any of those projects that are those traditional fall projects when you can't count on the outside weather, it's before uh, the the end of year holidays, if if you will, of you know Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the other uh, you know longer weekends that show up in there and stuff, and the end of the the seasons of seasons. And um, if you were planning on getting that kitchen done by you know a given date or by this Thanksgiving or by this Christmas or by the beginning of the new year or something. Uh, and, and you thought that this is a process you wouldn't have to start until August or so or September. That's may not be the case based on what we're observing in the marketplace now where people are still busy. They're still booking things out far ahead. Uh, material supplies are not as difficult maybe as they were, but the lead times on custom made products like cabinets, or if you have to special order things in that are, not normal stock in uh, even maybe in the manufacturer's warehouses and they have to be built for you for some reason or 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 maybe it is a standard stock item but it's a very popular item and the availability of it just isn't there uh, windows uh, windows doors anything that has to be assembled or made to a size or something I wouldn't be waiting right now. I think that uh, the, these these busy conditions are going to continue. They say, well, maybe it'll happen in 2024. Maybe maybe we're just a year early on this. Maybe the uh, the elections and the political climate will 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 change that, and everybody will slow down and pull back a little bit, and then uh, then then that you know the R word will happen. But um, right now, I don't think you should uh, you know let off the gas if you're working on a uh, uh, on some some home projects, I think if you have the opportunity to schedule somebody now for into that uh, September, October, November time frame, if that's when you're going to be getting some work done, better be looking at doing that. And maybe it maybe it's going to cause you to look around your house right now and and start thinking 
maybe a little forward on that. Maybe there's a, a couple things that you've kind of had rattling around in the background or you've seen their, their shadows as you walk through your house, but you've never really paid attention to them. And now that you are, you're thinking, yeah, within the next year, I'd really like to get this done. Maybe it's after the first of the year or into uh, early spring of next year where we would normally be able to wait on that maybe another two, three, maybe even four months. I don't think you better do that. I don't think we should do that right now. I think we should get those plans put in place. That doesn't mean that you have to do this project sooner than when you wanted to do it. But I think the planning out the communication, if there's any contracts to sign, if there's materials to order and put them in storage just so that you have them when you are ready to go, the the constant communication with the contractors and making sure that everything's on schedule and that uh, all things are in place and ready to go. I think that can happen now, and I don't think that we should be waiting for the uh, the boogeyman that we were told was was under our bed. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Forget everything you know about cleaning. Yep, all of it. Not that you were doing anything wrong, but there is a better and, dare we say, more enjoyable way. The Coltrane Central Vacuum System will change your entire outlook on keeping your home clean seven days a week. You can save time with quick cleaning solutions for every room in your home. With a VacuFlow Central Vac System from Coltrane Central Vac, you put power and convenience where you need it. Chameleon hoses store out of the way inside your walls behind the access ports. VacPort automatic toe-kick dust pans allow you to sweep floors and quickly make it disappear. How about a 20-foot utility hose in your laundry room for cleaning lint screens and floors after laundry day? And if you like to keep your workshop or car interior looking fresh, the Vroom Garage Retract Vac gives you professional results with a full complement of tools. Visit ColtraneVac.com or test drive these at the Coltrane Vac Showroom, 11580 West Fairview in Boise. Call 208 895 8900 to set up an appointment at your house. 208-895-8900, Coltrane Central Vac. When you need to call someone for furnace or air conditioner work, the only company you will hear about on the Home Fix Show is Heating Equipment Company. Stanley and his team at Heating Equipment Company insist on only the highest ethics and professionalism in the business. That's why when they get a service call, their first step is to try to fix what is broken and not sell you a whole new system. But if there are some good reasons that making a repair is not a wise choice, they will take the time to give you the options and let you make the decision. Heating Equipment Company is a Lennox premier dealer and has been for many years. They achieved this recognition from Lennox in part by maintaining the highest levels of customer satisfaction. Trust the heating and cooling company you hear on the Home Fix Show, Heating Equipment Company. Call now to set up an appointment for your new system quotation or to schedule service or tune-ups. 208-459-2212. That's 208-459-2212 for Heating Equipment Company. Sometimes things are just not in the right place. That outlet should be over there, and that switch is on the wrong side of the door. Or why did they not put a light here? Sounds like you need Dave at Consumer Electric and Cable. Dave is a master of putting electrical items where you need them. He can add in under-cabinet lighting, install the new ultra-thin LED ceiling lights where you need them, and even put in a whole house surge protector to protect your expensive electronic items. There's only one way Dave does things, the right way. So if you want quality work at a very fair price, as well as a really nice guy, call Consumer Electric and talk to Dave. Oh, and if you started working from home and have set up a home office, make sure you have the proper power sources for all your equipment. 
What can you use a licensed electrician for? Talk to Dave and let him take care of it the right way. Consumer Electric and Cable, 208-939-8333. 208-939-8333. That's 208-939-8333. Making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big. And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BoucherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Boucher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BoucherRealEstate.com. For your Google Play, simply say, hey Google, play 670 KBOI. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. Hey, let's hear from you today. What are you working on that I might be able to help out with? Or uh, perhaps just your conversation uh, with me. Maybe that uh, will help somebody else out that's uh, maybe doing the same type of a project and just doesn't know what to do or to say next about it. So don't hesitate to call in this morning. It's just you and I today. We have no guests in the studio with us, so uh, we've got plenty of time to spend with you about your 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 questions and uh, commentary. Uh, 208-336-3700 is what you punch in, 208-336-3700. If you didn't notice uh, at the beginning of this last week, we got a little bit of rain. Uh, it was only for a few minutes, but we got a little bit of rain. Uh, we got a lot of rain. Uh, some places didn't get anything. Some places had flooding going on uh, around their house, and some of that made it indoors. Uh, uh, businesses had that were at ground level uh, got got water inside some of their stores, uh, down trees and branches uh, all over the place because the the soil softened up, and with the wind, it just pushed these things right over. There was. A lot of damage to to roofs and fences. We saw that and landscaping. And um, what what happens uh, in that for you? Uh, you know, when when you have a flooded crawl space on an event like this, I don't think it's oh, I don't think it's anything to necessarily uh, panic about. But it is something to be concerned about, uh, definitely for sure, because something now has has changed on your house. Have you, have you checked on your crawl space since, since that happened? You think, wow, the, the, the streets were flooded, but my lawn was dry. Yeah, I think I'd still like you to go and uh, pop that hatch on the crawl space and either uh, drop down in there or send somebody down. And just, just looking at the spot right where the, uh, the hatch is on your crawl space, that's not, not really good enough. We need to get you or someone down there to, to crawl around the, uh, the full perimeter and take a take a good look there could be a, a, a significant amount of water that's maybe underneath the uh, the vapor barrier plastic if you have that in your crawl space and you don't even see the water from uh from just an inspection on the top you got to crawl around and see if you find any 
mushy spots or you, you actually see the water that way once you're straight on top of it. A, a one-time event like this, maybe you do pop it open and there's, you know, a couple inches of water here and there in the crawl space. Uh, is that is that like need to start making phone calls and get, you know, response people out there to, to start working on it? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that uh, once or twice, you know, if this happens every, you know, 10 years or, or something, that's, that's not that big of a deal. Uh, it will soak in. It will dry out. The ground is very very moist right now, so it may take a little while, and things will pretty much go back to normal, but it will require a reinspection. It's It's one of those things that maybe the soil under those supporting piers that uh, support a pony wall or a post and beam floor system, and they've been dry since the, the day that your house was built. There's never been any moisture under there. And that could be five years or 50 years. I, I don't know, but there, there's never been a serious amount of water under there. And now there is, or now there was. And once that dirt, that soil gets gets really, really saturated and essentially almost turns to mud there, and I guess it depends how long the water sits there and how much there was, but that could get underneath some of those uh, structural places that had bearing weight on them and uh they could release some of their their pressure we uh, we've seen that before i've seen that uh, personally where you go down and you look at a a post that's sitting on a concrete block that used to be in full contact with perhaps a beam or a uh, a connection point on some floor joists and now it's there's there's a quarter inch gap there or a half inch gap or maybe even more and you can just you know, slide a pencil right between where it's supposed to be touching. Uh, it may be as simple as just putting in some shims and pounding them in from each side and, and tightening that up afterwards. And once the soil dries out, everything's fine. It, it may require more of a, uh, a, a structural solution. Somebody to look at that and figure it out and, and go forward. But so I wouldn't necessarily. Like I say, panic if there's water there and, and get, you know, oh, we got to get all this water out immediately and we need to, you know, dig big giant pits and put in sump pumps and eject the water out into the yard and, and do all of that. I, I don't think that needs to happen. I think we can just let summer take its course here in a little bit and let all of that soak in. Now, what you, what you do want to do though is try to reduce the amount of humidity and increase some airflow down there to the best you can. And that may require getting a couple box fans down there and getting them onto a, a dry solid surface, maybe running a strap up to uh, some of the, the, the framing of the house so they don't tip over and turn those on, not on, you know, you know, they don't have to be on full blast, just a, a medium speed or even a low speed, just something to move the air around and then make sure that you keep the uh, that lid to your crawl space open uh, as a, as an exit point for some of that humidity and realize that's going to be coming into the house. And, uh, you know, if you've got the cat there or something, you may want to put some screen wire or a piece of fe wire fencing or something over the hole to keep them from going exploring your crawl space for the next, you know, two weeks. And then uh, open, make sure all the foundation vents are open uh, to where the air can escape through those also. And just push the air through there and realize that uh, it, it, it is going to smell a little musty, like a little bit of wet dirt around there. But uh, if we can dry that out with some of those fans, that's a good thing. Uh, make sure that any extension cords, uh, you know, our, our 
of the proper size, big enough uh, gauging to to handle that, and uh, also make sure that the connections for them aren't sitting down in a puddle of water or where somebody can trip when they walk through your house or something. And um, just keep that safety in mind because you kind of forget that that's, that stuff is there. But uh, I think that's all we've got to do at this point in time. Now, the other thing is you, you may not have had any uh, water actually coming up around the house from uh, excessive uh, backing up of the storm drains in the street or, or anything like that. But it could be from uh, just runoff off of the neighbor's yards. And you may be the low spot in the neighborhood or next to the low spot. And just a, a huge amount of moisture came down that couldn't be absorbed by your your lawn areas. Uh, you also have the, the roof surface of your house and all that water had to go down, hit your gutters and come out the downspouts. So wherever the downspouts are, around the perimeter of your foundation. That's a good inspection point from the inside also because that could have been uh, inflicted by those. Uh, You think, wow, there wasn't that much rain, but maybe there was enough of a rain that it all collected right there. And then that argues the point of getting those uh, downspout extensions put on there, those things that you can flip down that move the, the, the end of the downspout out six, seven, eight feet out into the the yard, however much room you have for that downspout to fold down, uh, there's there's probably 50 ways that you can make one of those yourself. And there's probably just as many ways that the professional uh, gutter people can come out and, and install some of those for you, uh, pretty short order. Uh, you don't want to just have them come out to install one of those. So the, the minimum charges are going to kill you on that one because it's only about a, I think, a 25 or a $30 install. Most gutter companies, when they're there doing something else to put a drop down downspout. It's not that much money. And, uh, but I, I think we need to be aware of all that rain that we had and see if there is anything that is oversaturated underneath the, the house. You may have to pull back some of that plastic so that the, uh, the soil has a way to breathe a little bit. If there is a wet area, maybe it's back in one corner, you can pull that plastic back, just kind of roll it back on itself and, uh, put that there. And, uh, Hate to say it, but some of you are going to find that uh, your crawl space may not be as uh, neat and clean as, as maybe you thought it was or you hoped that the uh, the builder had left it. This may be your first experience down there, and who knows what you're going to find. So you probably want to take a a, a trash bag with you and uh, just see if um, uh, there's anything you can gather up and uh, haul out of there so that uh, you don't have to crawl over the, the top of it again. Uh, let's take a break here. When we come back, we're going to hear from... Uh, a friend of ours who I uh, haven't talked to for a while, Jeff from uh, Solid Earths on the line. I'm sure he's got some comments about the uh, the high water that we've had. We'll be back. More of the Home Fix Show coming up on this Saturday morning. I hope you'll be part of the show today, 208-336-3700. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Solar Concepts of Idaho recommends another smart product, solar-powered attic fans. In warmer months, the temperature in your attic can reach over 165 degrees. Trapped heat builds up and forces your air conditioner to work harder and harder. SolarTube solar-powered attic fans pull out the heat, making it easier and less expensive to cool your home, shop, or office. In colder months, trapped moisture can lead to the growth of mold and fungus when the warm air in your home meets the cold air in your attic. SolarTube solar-powered attic fans work quietly to solve this problem. 
And that's good for your pocketbook, good for your house, and good for you. Schedule your free consultation today. Solar Concepts of Idaho is Idaho's only premier solar tube product dealer. Visit us at 2053 East Fairview and Meridian or check out all of our great energy saving solutions at solar-concepts.com. That's solar-concepts.com. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time home buyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796, company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Roofs that have a very low amount of slope, or maybe are even totally flat, proved to be quite the challenge over time. Ice and snow in the winter and the baking sun of the summer will dry out membranes and coatings, resulting in cracks and then leaks. Precision Single Ply is the leader in repair and replacement of low slope and flat roofs. They have the most up-to-date products and flashing techniques to provide your structure with a quality, leak-free roof that, well, you can forget about again over time. They also offer annual inspection services to preemptively spot issues and repair them before they develop into bigger, more expensive problems. Precision Single Ply is looking for people to join their team of installers. And you can earn while you learn. If you need help with a low sloping or flat roof or are looking for a career in the roofing trade, call Precision Single Ply, 208-939-9979. That's 208 208- 939-9979. Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels which generate electricity and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water you ask? Yes, if you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth and not the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest, LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Hey, thanks for being with us here on this Saturday morning. Let's go to our phones and talk with Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Joe. Good to hear from you. Hey, great show. You uh, you don't need any guests. You got this thing covered. <laughs> I, I like it when other people do some talking, too. <laughs> 
So, yeah, you've uh, hit on a lot of uh, pretty key key points of the uh, environment we are experiencing today. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what does your world look like with the? Uh, what are you doing now? Just the uh, the foundation work for new construction. Actually, I'm doing mostly just excavation, not as much foundation work. I okay. Don't have any, don't have any help. So ah, ah, so so you're you're digging the hole, but you're not uh, taking it from there forward. Right. All right. What about this uh, the, this drainage stuff that's going on in a lot of these new neighborhoods that people are experiencing? Are you are you getting called in to try to address that after the fact, or uh, um, anything well, you I spot a- going into it that you you warn the developers about? Uh, not, nothing other than, you know, though we already, what we already know, you know, in time it's going to change. Uh, what I want to hit on was after a water event, like we just had, yeah, you know, things will pop up I and mean, we get that much volume of water. You're going to create, uh, you know, going to get cell spots and places where the water will accumulate and it will find its way in. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're looking at your crawl space, you want to find those areas where you can see the influx of the water from yes. the inside yes, and go outside and see what is causing it. Mm. And downspouts are the devil. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, I mean, we, yeah, as you know, every, every foundation repair I've ever done, everywhere there's a problem with it, it's settled and cracked. 100% of the time, there's a downspout dumping. Right there for years and years. Right at the foundation. Yeah, yeah. for years yeah. and years. And... Well, and I, I, I wanted to ask you about that as far as uh, construction goes. You know, so many people listening to the show right now are in, in houses that are new to them, and in many cases, they're, they're new houses. And, you know, we see the way and the speed that things are being built in that. Uh, are you on the, the secondary part of that? Do you come in and do the, the backfilling in that too? Yes. So I've mostly been doing uh, all the stuff up in uh, Highlands Cove. Hmm. Above Crane Creek, okay. And all, all of our all, all the hillside stuff is uh, all the downspouts are p- piped into a storm drain system. Okay, so, so we collect all the roof water and run it into a storm drain and the yard boxes, and so anything that falls out of the sky goes into a actual storm sewer. Well, and I was just thinking of of, of backfill settling anyway, because you know I, I still hear the same things, Jeff, that we you know heard you know, 25 years ago, <laughs> you know, about, uh, you know, patios that are dropping where they attach to the house or sidewalks or the edges of driveways or especially the uh, uh, the corners of the garages where they're sitting on the, the foundation and cracking the, the slabs there and that. And, and a lot of that is, is I, I guess, just the, the backfilling around the, uh, the footing and the, and the walls and the compaction there that doesn't get done like it is out you know, elsewhere on the property and it provides a place for a, a lot of moisture to collect. And then the, the soil drops down below levels compared to the rest of the, the property. And it just collects more. It's just, it like creates its own problem. We, we work really hard to make sure we get all that compaction and water comes along and undoes everything we yeah. work so hard to fix. Yeah. And it's just, it's just a natural thing, you know, and just over time, uh, water will find a way. It'll find a little fissure, someplace to get in, and it'll create its own void. And then over time, it'll settle. So, what's your what's your advice the, to people listening to the show this morning about uh, what to go look for around their house? If they say, "Well, you know, I I don't know if I have a problem," because what would you say to go look for? Uh, look for positive 
you know, for negative drainage, like low spots against the foundation. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure that, you know, that your foundation is your high point and there's good drainage away. And some uh, of that you can actually see lines on the side of the uh, the foundation wall. If, if you see this line that's up, you know, three inches above the soil, that, that pretty much tells you that the house didn't lift. It was the soil that dropped. Correct. Yeah. I mean, it, the ground moves all the time. And then you pour water to it and it just condenses and does all kinds of funny stuff. Yeah. Yeah. If you're inspecting the outside, look, look for that water line, look for slabs sloping towards your house. Um, you know, and after a water vent is a great time to inspect it because you'll know if you have a problem. And you can actually go put a level like on your patio and see if it's, you know, sloped away from the house. It should be. Yeah. Well, you can put it in the dirt too. That, if you need to. That's true. And just lay it on there and just say, oh, wow, you know, overall, this is this is going the wrong direction. But if you if you do go underneath your house and look, um, look across the pole joint at the top of the footing, the bottom of the wall, and you can see where the water's coming in. And if you look down where it's wet, you can see where it's actually been running. So it'll it'll tell you the story. Then you can go to the outside of that and say, why why is that water getting in here? Okay, now you just used a word that uh, we don't hear on the show, you know, maybe ever, cold joint. Now that, I'm assuming that's when uh, when the footing is placed onto the, the, the soil that you've excavated. I mean, the last, the last thing was the blade of, you know, your buckets and stuff, scraping that off. Then uh, the footing is placed, which is usually, what, 16 inches wide and 8 inches thick or something? Yeah, typically. And then... So, so the cold joint, yeah, I'm... I'm the cold joint is the, the joint between the top of the footing. So you pour the footing. Right. And then you stand the wall on top of it. So yes. that cold joint, it, it, it's two different pores, so it's not a solid piece of concrete, so it's not sealed. Somebody asked me that once. They said, why isn't that all done in one one placement of the concrete? They've never done it. <laughs> it it's a hard it, thing to do? Oh, it's impossible. It's impossible to hold that much forms and putting that much weight in it and keep it in place. Oh, because uh, as you fill up the uh, the wall form, it just all squirts out the, the sides at the bottom. Yeah, I mean, you're basically standing boards and putting several hundred tons of weight in it to hold uh, it. You, you, can't, you can't brace it enough to do it. Okay. So you pour a footing to st- stand on, and underneath that footing, after the footing's in, you put cleats on top of it on the line to hold the, right. to hold the wall forms. Right. And those cleats, that those forms sit in those cleats, and that holds the bottom from blowing out and holds them in place, top and bottom. But so, it also can create a little hairline gap between the, the so, first pour and the second, and that's where the water comes in, you say. Right. That being said, those clips are every every little bit. So, I mean, there there's a void right there, a possibility yeah. for water to get through. Yeah. Um, a little bit of honeycomb, you'll get a little rock pocket. It doesn't take much. So huh. water will find the path of least resistance. And once it's, once it's find its way, it will continue to do so. Yeah, and, and just that hydraulic pressure of it up up above being stacked on top of itself, like you say, it'll just squirt in there. So so you're saying that we can see the leak probably, uh, we'll see more of them between the footing and the stem wall than we will coming in underneath the footing. Correct. Ah, so that, well, that makes it easier to find. So, I mean, you might get some wicking, you know, the, it, the ground may wick that moisture in and not necessarily be leaking, but wicking from the outside and you'll see some moisture. Yeah. But if it's actually running, if it's actually coming through that cold joint, 
you, you'll see where it's run. You can see where it's moved the dirt. Hmm. And the, uh, the and there, there's really not anything that you could do different, is there? As far as you know, the 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 sequencing of construction and within you know reasonable expectations of a contractor, there's not a lot that that you could do to improve upon that, other than after the fact, just I guess make sure that you don't have negative slope and that your downspouts are draining out into the yard away from the perimeter of the foundation, right? Right. You you could be proactive. I mean, there there's there's waterproofing. Um, practices that you can do you know up front but it's it's not code it's not something that is required it's it's an additional ah yeah and we were just talking about that last week how code is the minimum standard it's minimum standard there's always ways to do better than that but uh if if somebody doesn't have to do that you know if a builder doesn't have to do that and spend that extra five hundred dollars or whatever they're not going to do that because you know in the volume of houses that they build and stuff and 99% 99% of the people would need not only not know about it, they wouldn't understand it if they did. Right. So as, as a market in the industry standard, we damp proof that foundation wall. It's a roofing tar that we roll on. I like the word, you know, yeah, damp. Point. It's not waterproof. It's just damp. It's not proof. waterproof. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Well, that would be uh, worthwhile for somebody, though, to just explore if they're they're building a house, talk with their builder about is there a way to go beyond just the uh, the coating that's on the outside of the foundation to make it more more waterproof. That, that's the time to do it. Before you backfill. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, Jeff, thanks. So, okay, all right. Thanks, Joe. Have a good day. Good to hear from you. Thanks for calling in. Glad you're still out there listening. I haven't talked to Jeff for a couple of years, I think, now. We'll continue with the Home Fix Show. What are you working on? Did you have any damage from the... Uh, the big rains or the the trees uh i want to talk a little bit when we come back maybe about the insurance coverage uh for some of these things maybe you're thinking uh, your insurance will, will take care of this maybe it will maybe it won't let's talk when we come back with more home fix the home fix show with joe brin will be right back on news talk kboi don't let your tile grout get the best of you Call Permatreat and things will get easier for you from here forward. When Permatreat arrives, they will start with a thorough deep cleaning. And if needed, they can also repair any chipped or missing grout. Then comes the careful application of the Permatreat sealant, the last sealant you will ever need. While you're thinking about this, Permatreat also seals masonry and stone surfaces, backsplashes, patios, driveways, and sidewalks, and tinted or stained concrete. If you want to seal it and keep it stain-free and looking good, Call Permatreat now to set up your free quote, 208-895-0000. That's not a typo, 208-895-0000. Permatreat is the way to avoid all the scrubbing, scraping, and nasty chemicals of trying to keep your grout lines clean. Imagine all the extra time you'll have as well as a great-looking tile grout and sealed surfaces. Do you remember that phone number? 208 895 Painting is fun. You get to pick the colors, shop for the paint, get out all your tools and brushes, move furniture and put on your painting clothes and have at it. Seriously, there are a lot of people that enjoy painting and take great pride in what they do, and they do a good job. But sometimes you just want to turn this over to the pro, the painting pro. 
Brian, Ivy, Toby, and the team of professional painters at The Painting Pro will do a great job, handle all the coordination and details, and get it done quickly. That way, you can move on to your next project. Call The Painting Pro now to schedule your interior or exterior painting project. 208-378-4825. If you need help with color choices, they offer sample applications and consultations. The Painting Pro wants you to be very excited about the new look of your home. Call 208 208- 378-4825 to schedule an appointment for your quote. No painting project is too big or too small for the Painting Pro. 208-378-4825 or visit PaintingPro.net to learn more about the best paint job you and your home could hope to have. 208-378-4825 or PaintingPro.net. A garage door tune-up is the most affordable and efficient way to enhance your garage door's operations and lifespan. A tune-up ensures that your door will continue to work properly without any unexpected, inconvenient, or expensive repairs. On average, a garage door is opened and closed five times per day. For some homes, the garage door gets used more than the front door of the house. Garage Door Store Boise has several technicians available now. Yes, right now. If you have a garage door emergency, call and an experienced technician with a well-stocked truck will get you taken care of. To schedule a tune-up, which includes lubrication, adjustments, programming, and safety checks of the springs, cables, hinges, rollers, and opener, call now, 208-514-2871. That's 208-514-2871. By the way, you can always find that number listed on the HomeFix Trusted Resource Directory at joeprin.com. Thinking about a new door or opener? Contact Garage Door Store Boise, tell them you listen to the Home Fix Show, and get a quote. Many people say Garage Door Store Boise saved them 30, 40, even 50% of what others told them. Visit garagedoorstoreboise.com or call 208-514-2871. Nothing beats the sounds and smells of a well-worn woodworking shop. There's just something special about it. You know it when you walk in. The same is true for your supplier of quality hardwoods and panels. High Desert Hardwood checks all those boxes. They have a massive selection of properly stored species of multiple thicknesses and widths. Not just a few picked over boards. You can sort and select and take as much time as you wish. Find that perfect board. Vision the end result. Nothing beats putting your hands on the material that will soon be a part of your life. Oh, and yeah, bring your gloves. The team at High Desert Hardwood in Eagle is ready to help you make those projects come to life, whether you are an artistic professional, a seasoned hobbyist, or an inquisitive beginner. Open Monday through Saturday at 1758 East State Street on the east end of Eagle. Or call 208-939-9366. High Desert is for woodworkers and is owned and operated by woodworkers. They understand this is special. Find it at High Desert Hardwood, 1758 East State Street in Eagle. Email your question and Joe will get you an answer. Joe at JoePrin.com. You're listening to The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. Hey, welcome back to our program. What about insurance coverage for damage? Maybe things specific to that last rain event, the rainstorm that we had come through here and the flooding and the wind and all that. Uh, what What is covered? I think if we spoke with any insurance agent, they would say that there are some standard things that are in virtually every policy that would be covered. Uh, perhaps if a one of those trees fell and uh, punched a hole through your roof or slid off the side of the roof and badly scratched or tore or wrinkled up some shingles or maybe it peeled off a section of guttering or something on the uh, on the side of the house and maybe damage the siding, who knows, put a branch through a window. We, we could assume that all that 
would be covered. But what happens about the tree itself? Uh, will your insurance cover having, you know, somebody like, you know, Mountain Tree Service or something come out there and cut up the old tree and have the stump ground and haul it all away? Will the insurance cover that? Would the insurance cover maybe purchasing a new tree down at your your neighborhood nursery and planting that? Uh, you may have really enjoyed that tree because it provided a lot of shade. And now you got to plant this little stick out there. And 30 years from now, the next people in your house are really going to enjoy that tree. But is the tree itself covered? Uh, what about when the tree falls against the fence and crushes the fence? Is Is the fence covered? So a lot of these things, the answer could be yes or no. And so much depends, uh, you know, when we talk with uh, one of our sponsors, Brent, with uh, Boise River Insurance, when we talk to him, he says, you know, there are some things that are, are covered as, as standard things, but uh, that's where different policies can vary. And you may or may not know exactly what's covered there. So it never hurts to ask your agent. It never hurts to call them and just say, I need you to come out here and look at some damage that occurred and tell me if, you know, if I'm covered on this stuff and, and what I'm covered for. And, um, you know, perhaps they, they will cover the damage that the tree caused, but not the tree. Uh, that, that's kind of like the leaky water heater. You know, is it, is it the fault of the tree? Is it the fault of the way that you've uh, trimmed or maintained or pruned or landscaped around it? Uh, you know, I, I don't think they're there necessarily to assign blame or to try to get out of anything but but you do have to know that the insurance companies obviously and and they they admit this all the time you know their their mission is to you know collect money from you and uh as much as the the market will bear and in in premiums and then pay out as little as possible on the other end of it that's that's how they make their money (laughs) that's that's what they do and uh, if, if they didn't do that, they wouldn't be there to cover the people that do need a, a payout at some point. So uh, it never hurts to ask. It never hurts for you to you know ask exactly what your coverage is. Uh, make sure that you take lots of photos. Uh, there is, there's no excuse in today's technological world why you couldn't go out there and if you had a down tree, take you know 30 photographs from every different angle possible and close-ups and everything and and all that stuff, because uh, there may be some cases where you you absolutely have to remove that immediately, and you don't know if you're going to have coverage or not, but you could go back to your agent or your insurance company, and maybe you're buying your insurance online, and you have to submit all this online. You can send them those photos and say, this is what I had to deal with. Um, they're not going to, if you have coverage for those things, they, they should be accepting of that, but you know, take lots and lots of photos and have that documentation. And you may need to put some things up for size too. That's uh, one thing I experienced with a, uh, a, a recent claim that I, I helped somebody with that we, we needed something for perspective. So we found a, we found a can of, of Coca-Cola there and everybody kind of knows what the size of a 12 ounce can of Coca-Cola looks like. So we put it next to this, this, this damage, this hole in this roof. And you could say, Oh, well, the hole's twice as big as a Coke can. So we, we knew how big it was. It, it was easy to, to get that perspective on it. So consider doing some of that as you, uh, as you look at the damage. If you had any, if you're down in your crawl space, yeah, go ahead and take some photos down there of the water. Maybe scratch a line in the dirt or even get some of that, uh, that chalk marking paint that, you know, spray paints upside down and, well, that could be fun down in the crawl space, but uh, mark a line around the edge where the, the, the 
wet part of the soil stops so that maybe you can go down there next week and look and see if it has receded a little bit, see if it's getting drier, see if that line is moving away and what you're doing is, is being effective or not. So, uh, yeah, take, take lots of pictures. And, uh, if you're not sure, uh, where your policy or, or what it is, you know, this summer's not over. The year's not over. This stuff continues all the time. And, uh, maybe this is the thing you think, wow, you know, luckily we didn't have any, any problems at our house, but, uh, how familiar are you with your policy? Is this that call for you to, to do that? You know, it's, it's like, a house in the neighborhood has a fire and then everybody starts paying attention to their smoke detectors and stuff. Well, maybe somebody down the street had an insurance event and now maybe you ought to check your policy and your insurance and see if everything is not only up to date for, uh, for values and all that, but what is covered, what's not covered. And I guess if you have any questions on that, uh, you know, go, ho- go ahead and call Brett at uh, Boise River Insurance. He's on my resource list at joeprin.com and he's made that offer to you you know that as a listener to this this show that uh even if he is not your insurance agent even even if he's not your insurance agent and he said i am not going to try to sell you a new policy or anything like that he says i just i really just want to help people out so you you can call him and talk to him or uh or send him an email and and ask him your questions about your coverage you know my my policy says this, or my agent is telling me this. It's it's a good second opinion just to have that conversation with him at uh, Boise River Insurance. Uh, uh, so so get a hold of him. Uh, his number and everything's on my resource list if you want to go grab that at uh, joeprin.com. All right, we're going to break away for the news. Uh, coming up in the next hour, I'm going to tell you about the uh, Repair Cafe results. We did that Thursday night, uh, the Repair Cafe took place i'm going to tell you what happened (coughs) oh got so excited i couldn't even breathe uh the repair cafe will tell you about that coming up uh what else have we got to talk about oh got a great question about replacing grout and caulking in a shower and oh did that send me down a rabbit hole uh same thing with a question about lubricating uh it was garage doors and so we'll talk a little bit about lubricants and stuff Plus, uh, whatever questions you might have coming up, 208-336-3700. Look forward to hearing from you after the news here on News Talk KBOI. Furniture has a special place in our homes and in our hearts. You can probably tell stories about many of the pieces in your house. Grandma used that table for years. Oh, how she loved it. Or dad built that bookcase when you were 10 years old and it's been with you ever since. Or maybe that chair was the best garage sale find of all time. For all of these memorable pieces of furniture, Furniture Medic is here to help when they need help. Scuffs, scrapes, water damage, scratches, pet damage, or a complete refinishing, Furniture Medic can not only make it look great again, but it will be done right and to your complete satisfaction, no doubt about it. There are cheap ways to fix things and it shows. That's not what we're talking about here. This is permanent. This is quality. This is beautiful. Contact Furniture Medic now for scheduling and a quote on repairs or restoration of your treasures for the coming years and perhaps even the next generation. Furniture Medic, 208-810-3254 or take a look at FurnitureMedic.com. 208-810-3254. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Good morning and welcome to the second hour of today's Home Fix program here on News Talk KBOI. 
93.1 FM, 670 AM. If you are just diving in with us, thank you. Thank you for joining in this morning. Thank you for being with us. And those that have continued from the previous hour, welcome back. We will bring you new stuff here. I don't, I don't try to repeat much over the, uh, the three hour programs, which is, which is good and it's bad because uh, I know some of you only get a chance to maybe listen to this hour of the show, or maybe it's only this 15 minutes of the, of this hour and where some people get to listen to the whole three hours or, or two or something. So it, it it's not very repetitive. So if, if I said something in the previous hour, I'm probably not going to cover that again. Uh, so the only thing that I have to offer you is our, our podcasting of our show, which is really just a, a recording that you can go back and access. So if you, if you want to hear more things or, or know what we talked about, maybe I should start doing that. Say, well, in the, in the previous hour, if you're just joining us, we talked about this and then you can say, Oh yeah, I want to go back and hear that. But, uh, at the end of the show, we uh, we usually get that that podcast or that recording posted to the KBOI website. It's at kboi.com <clears throat> under the podcast menu, and then you can click on that and go down. And I try to put just a few of the topics that we talked about. Not everything is there, but uh, a few of the topics that we talked about in case somebody's you know running through a search engine of some sort and um, and the main topic of the show and. Uh, then you can go back and listen to that. But that's all available to you. It's all free of charge. You just got to go to kboi.com and um, navigate through that and uh, click on the podcast menu and uh, pick which shows you want to you wanna listen to. And thanks to Heating Equipment Company for providing that uh, all of that, the services that are needed to make that, that podcast happen. So uh, thanks for that. Um, a couple other things. We got an email in here. Uh, I didn't see it till after we went uh, off the air in the previous hour, but it was in regards to the the rainstorm and when we were talking about water and gutters and all that. Uh, our listener Steve sent me this. He said, "Good morning. Ponder, ponder this: How much rain runs off your roof next to the foundation? You know, think about that. You may be astonished as we were to learn how much water runs off a roof in a storm. Well, take a guess. What is the volume?" of water that runs off a 1,000 square foot roof during a one inch rainstorm. 20 gallons, 50 gallons of water, 100 gallons, 1,000 gallons of water. Well, Steve did the math on this. He says, uh, and and he showed his work here too. He said, the answer is 623 gallons. He said, uh, here's here's how he he got to this number. And uh, he says, you take the dimensions of the footprint of your roof and convert that to inches. So like if you had a 50 foot by 20 foot roof, uh, that's 600 inches by 240 inches. Uh, So you take that times the one inch of rain you got, and you now know the cubic inches, which is 144,000 cubic inches of water. Uh, Steve looked it up. I didn't check fact check this, but he says there are 231 cubic inches of water in a gallon. So that's how you divide the 144,000, 144K by 231, and you get 623 cubic inch or gallons of water. 623 gallons of water. How many of you have a, you know, a 10 gallon aquarium, uh, you know, in your house? Or a, just picture a five gallon bucket. All right, five gallons. So what? What is that one? I got to do the math on that real quick. That'll be fun. Here, let me try that real quick. So, 
Uh, let's go here with 623 gallons uh, divided by 5. Oops, 623 divide by 5, not multiply by 5. That's 124.6 five-gallon buckets of water. So imagine filling up that many five-gallon buckets of water and dumping it all around the perimeter of your house. That's just what the, the rain did on that 1,000-square-foot roof. Now, many of you have a lot more than that. Think of it this way. A thousand square foot in the roofing business, that's called 10 squares. Uh, a square of roofing is 100 square feet. So 10 100s is 1,000, right? So when you had your roof redone and they told you it was 28 squares, so that's you know 2.8 times this 623. You're at like 1,500 gallons almost. Uh, of water that came down around the perimeter of your house because as the water's coming from the clouds, it hits that roof and it just rolls off the edges, right? So, yeah, there's already the water that's out in the grass and now you just added, you know, another, you know, thousand or fifteen hundred gallons of water around there. So it's easy to see why the ground around our homes can get so saturated and leak into the crawl space. Thank you very, very much for that, Steve, and uh, running those those numbers and, and giving us that, that visual on that, on, on how much water really is present in a one inch rainstorm, like, like we had, and even more than that. I mean, some places got what an inch and a half, some places didn't get hardly anything at all, but um, you start converting that to something that you can walk around and carry, you know, like a five gallon bucket of water or a, a 10 gallon aquarium full. It, it starts adding up. <laughs> it starts adding up. Uh, let's go to Boise and talk with uh, Rick this morning uh, about Woodcraft. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Joe. How are you this morning? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thank you. Uh, thank you for your show. I, really, I listen to you every weekend. Oh, great. Thank you. Um, I took a class down at Woodcraft. Oh, uh, which one? A uh, um, cutting board class. And I had not, you know, I bought a bunch of wood tools, retired, and I was going to use them, and I was kind of leery about using them, so I ended up taking a, a cutting board class down there and they told me you know we'll be there one evening and we will walk away with a cutting board completely made right and it was gorgeous i was real happy with it plus it took me some fear against um using some of the tools i had in my garage guys were great <laughs> down there i couldn't say more about them so well, if anybody's thinking about taking any of their classes go ahead and do it well that, and, that, and, that's wonderful i was gonna say who was your instructor on that class I don't remember his name. It was about a year ago. Was it on a bandsaw? Uh, it was no. It was a cutting board class, and we actually used a jointer. Uh, we used a table saw. We okay. used a planer. Everything that was down there. I, I, I was just going to say because uh, Alex Alex Snodgrass, the the bandsaw king of you know the United States and maybe the world, is he's teaching a class here in just a, just a week or so about uh, cutting boards. But he does everything oh, on his okay. bandsaw. Uh, I'm sure, oh. except the final finishing. But uh, yeah, that's Tuesday, uh, June 20th, and Wednesday, uh, June 21st. But it's like an eight-hour class. Did you go through like the just the evening class? It was just an evening class. Yeah. It was a three-hour class, and um, they supplied everything we needed. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, like I said, I started out with, and we. We used, they had some pre-cut lumber that was all ready for us, but mm -hmm. we had some other pieces that we had to mill down to the proper size. So we got to learn milling techniques and then sanding and glue up and uh, then final 
uh, we rubbed it all down with cutting board, cutting board oil and uh, brought it home. And uh, it's, it's great, great cutting board actually. Nice got me into doing more stuff so, so i was really excited about well and that, that that's where i wanted um, to go with that what you know the the cutting board that was just the conduit you know uh between you and the tools uh correct. you know it was it was the reason so tell me about you know your confidence level what uh how that make you feel well actually it i had bought a planer and i had bought a jointer and I wasn't sure how to use either one of them. Mm. And uh, it being able to be there with an instructor to show proper way of using it and how to adjust them and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it made all the world difference in the world. And so much so that um, I actually, yesterday, I went up and helped a friend of mine set up his uh, planer because mm. he had gotten it. And so I, I was just like, took all that fear level from like, okay, I'm going to kill myself or lose fingers and whatever else on this thing to like, boom, I know how to do this. I know the safe way to do it. And, uh, so I was really, really excited after the class was over. Um, not only did I make something that was really cool, but also, um, I got the um, confidence I needed into using some of the tools that I had purchased. And you got so, to teach somebody else something. I got to teach somebody else. And this, I don't know if you remember him, but it was a gentleman by the name of Pat King. You and I did some work on his house in Meridian about a hundred years ago. But um, Well, I definitely know <laughs> Pat. And now I'm, uh, I'm, I'm trying to picture you, Rick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm electrician by trade. All right. And, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, good. So, good. Yeah. Well, that, that's really neat. That you, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, you're aware of the uh, the new maker shop that they've got down there, right? Yes. I haven't been down there, but I had some friends that went in and saw them and visited with them. I've heard some very and, good things there, and that's a, that's a way that you can like explore a tool before you buy one. You can go down there and you know, cut things up and, uh, they, they train you on it and show you how to use it and everything. And, you know, maybe you decide, you know, for, for the once a year that I'm going to need this particular tool or the, the twice a year or something, you know, I don't need to buy this and it's not a right. rentable thing, but I can go rent time at the shop and, and use their stuff. And uh, that's, um, uh, my next thing is belayed. And mm-hmm. so I might go down there and get some experience on that. Just, yeah, because you know, you, woodworking is a dangerous hobby. Yes, because of just everything you got going. But it's it's a it can also be a, it could be safe. I mean, you just have to know what you're doing and right and, and be aware of what your your tools are. So. Yeah, and and not go yeah. beyond the capabilities of of the tools, and not to go beyond the the knowledge and confidence level of yourself. Uh, that that's usually yes. when people get hurt. They. They start getting sloppy or they try to go too fast or they do something that the the tool was never I- intended for. Or they don't understand the capabilities of the tool. Right. I had a, a lathe 30 years ago. I put a piece of wood on it, thought I knew what I was doing, fired it up, and the first thing I know is the 4 by 4 that I had went flying across the yard. The tool rest got broken. And I was lucky I didn't take my head off. So <laughs> I, <laughs> so, 
Yes, right? yes. Uh, that that there, there's always seems to be in the workshop. There's that hole in the sheetrock or the dent in the sheet metal, and and somebody can say, "Yeah, that's where I didn't use the uh, the proper push stick on the table saw, or I didn't use the uh, the micro jig, and it kicked back and you know went right yep. right below my armpit and through the back wall." <laughs> Well, and even down at Woodcraft, they had an incident where a kickback from a table saw shot a piece of wood through the wall. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they'll admit to it now, but that's <laughs> what we were told when we were working on it. It happens. But, it happens. All right. I also have one more shout-out, if yeah. you have a chance. Sure. To one of, you, one of your people on your list, Sasquatch Construction. Oh, yeah. Um, we had some friends that they were looking to do a kitchen and a house remodel. Mm-hmm. And they asked if I knew anybody and my wife's in the real estate business. So she knows a lot of people. And I said, you know what? Joe's got a list. Everybody's on that list. It is top notch. Call Sasquatch. <laughs> they called Sasquatch. Good. They had the greatest experience with them. The woman wasn't sure on color palettes and stuff like that. And Sasquatch came in, they sat and talked to him, and then he came back with a very limited color palette and said, how about we do this, this, and this? And they go, wow, that's great. They didn't have a whole lot of decisions to make, but enough to make their choices what they wanted. And we went through and saw the house recently. They did a great job. They were very happy. Um, they were timely. They did everything as they said they were going to do. That's so fantastic. Shout out to Sasquatch. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I know Mary and Dean and Bryce and uh, Talon, the whole team there does does nice work. And, and you brought up something there that I think's you know worth pointing out to people. There's a, a lot of people can make decisions, but when it comes to things like color, like you say, you know the different palettes, you go into these paint stores and you see you know a 32 foot wall, seven feet high, with you know 10,000 chips in it. it. It gets a little bit tough. But if somebody puts down three things in front of you. It's easy to say which two you don't like, and and now yeah. you've just narrowed the world down by two thirds, <laughs> and you could zero yeah. in and just say a little lighter than this would be great. Decision made, and you move on. Where before that could have been paralyzing, just trying to get to that point. And people don't realize, like you say, thirty-two thousand paint chips on this wall, and there's so much variance, even though they seem so close. Yeah you could go trying to even match one in your house, right, you know, right. pulling, pulling 20 paint chips and like, Oh, 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 it's too light. Oh, it's too dark. Oh, it's you know, not even the same shade. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, well, thank you for your show. Appreciate you. Hey, you bet. Have thanks. Uh, thanks for It was great hearing from you and trip down memory lane there for a few moments. That was, that was nice to hear that. Wow. Have we all been doing this for that long. I guess so. Yeah, 35 years on on the radio here with the Home Fix Show. 35 years. Wow. We'll be back. More after this. A Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. We'll be right back on News Talk KBOI. Hey, you're missing the party. Sorry, I was just admiring your new kitchen. It looks amazing. Who was your contractor? Sasquatch Contracting. They took our project from an idea through design to construction in no time. Now we use their maintenance division, Yeti Services, to perform all our home maintenance. Your home maintenance? Yeah, Yeti Services does a quarterly inspection of our home from roof to crawl space. They replace our HVAC filters, make sure that we're winterized, inspects our roof, cleans out our dryer vent, and so much more. It frees me up to spend time on the things I actually 
want to do because I know my house is well-maintained. That's cool. What does all of that cost and how would I get that set up? Oh, it's easy and inexpensive. Check out their website and click the link to Yeti Services or call 208 268 8080. Hey, it looks like they've got a couple of options for home maintenance. Yeah, they have the Yeti Essential Services and they also have the Yeti Exclusive, which is a little more in depth. Call them 208 268 8080 or you can request an appointment at their website, sasquatchcontracting.com. Cool, I'm going to call them now, get this set up, and get back to the party. If you look at designer kitchen and bath photos from around the country, you'll see some amazing countertops and shower and bath systems using large format tile as well as stone and other solid surfaces. It's nothing short of amazing what can be done with these materials. However, experienced fabrication and installation skills are what make this possible. And here in the Treasure Valley, you have the finest craftspeople and designers available at Cutting Edge Kitchens. From start to finish, all details are complete and beautiful for now and for a very long time to come. Is it time for new countertops, floors, or shower walls in your home? Or are you building new and want something a little different? Start the process and talk with Cutting Edge Kitchens now. For existing granite and tile surfaces, Cutting Edge Kitchens also offers seam and chip repair as well as restoration services for countertops, walls, and floors. Cutting Edge Kitchens, 208-344-3404. That's 208-344-3404. Idaho Registered Contractor number 34737. It is very easy to forget about our dryer vents. Definitely not top of the mind for most people. But when you start noticing that your dryer is working harder and harder and taking longer to get your clothes dry, you're getting a notice that your dryer vent needs attention. Clogged or restricted dryer vents not only make your dryer work harder, but they can also cause your dryer to fail and need expensive repairs. And beyond that, they also cause you to use more energy, and we all know how those rates are going up also. Oh, and if all that was not enough to motivate you to call the dryer vent wizard and have them clean and service your dryer vent, according to the National Fire Protection Association, approximately 3,000 dryers catch fire each year, with one-third of those caused by clogged dryer vents. Call Mike at Dryer Vent Wizard. Here's your super-secret home fix listener phone number, 208-340-1070. That's 208-340-1070 for Dryer Vent Wizard, or schedule online at idadryerguy.com. Dryer Vent Wizard. Okay, now this is going to sound like a weird little thing, but uh, we went for a, a kind of an evening picnic meal the other night. And uh, at Heritage Reflections, when I was there, Bob gave me a jar. He said, I want you to take this stuff. He says, it's going to change your life. <laughs> you got to try this. And it was a red pepper sweet relish. One of the things they've got at Heritage Reflections there, and, and this one section of the store, is this massive wall. Tara, this thing's as big as this wall in the studio. I mean, it's huge. You know, floor to ceiling wide and this beautiful cabinetry, but it's just filled with handmade preserves. You know, jellies and jams and relishes and sauces and all this stuff made in the Amish tradition by the, the folks that, you know, are there that they buy from. And he said, but this one in particular, and I'm probably causing a problem for them with this, the sweet pepper, the red sweet pepper relish. He says, you just try this on like a piece of cheese or on a cracker or on a slice of tortilla or put it on a sandwich or something. So we took it on this picnic. I went personally, I went personally, went through half a bottle of that stuff because I couldn't stop eating it. It was so 
Good. Life-changing is right. Just like the furniture at uh, Heritage Reflections, once you sit in one of these chairs or or sit yourself down at one of these tables or open a drawer and some of the fine quality furniture there, life will never be the same because you will now know what quality is all about. Go visit Heritage Reflections on Eagle Road, south of Overland. They're probably sold out of red relish already, but there's a whole bunch of other kinds there. Uh, open today, 10 until 5, uh, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5, Heritage Reflections. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. I don't know. Does that count as a commercial for them? I, I guess it does. <laughs> I said, yeah, talk about what you want. Okay, fine. <clears throat> I'm looking at the uh, Woodcraft flyer for this month that came out. Doug and Meridian called in and mentioned to us that there's a sanding class going on today. I think that might be one of their demonstrations that they're doing uh, during the day. That's usually what happens there on on the Saturdays, there's there's always something going on there at Woodcraft. They try to have something every Saturday and sometimes during the week, too, uh, demonstrations on on a particular tool or a product or a technique that they uh, that they show off there. And um, if you don't get their flyers, uh, you can always check woodcraftboise uh, at gmail.com, and they will send you a list. I, I don't check. I mean, send them an email, woodcraftboise at gmail.com. Uh, you can also call them and say, hey, what, what's going on at the store today? Uh, 208-338-1190. Or uh, next time you're in the store, give them your email address and or your mailing address and sign up and get their, their flyers in the mail. You get uh, notice of special sales and special prices that uh, you may only see in these flyers, as well as the schedule of classes and events for the next, next month. You get uh, advance notice on that stuff. So it's worth getting that from... Uh, the Woodcraft Store. 208-336-3700 is how you reach us. 208-336-3700. Let's see, where did I leave off? What were we talking about? Oh, I want to talk a little bit about um, the Repair Cafe and tell you what uh, what happened with that. Uh, you know, we, 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 well, we did a bunch of advance on it and let you know. So what the Repair Cafe is, if you, if you didn't know or to catch you up or you didn't see any of the publicity last week on this. This is something new. There's communities all over the country that do this, uh, some of them more than others. But it's an event where uh, someone, and in this case the city of Boise and the folks from Jump and uh, a bunch of other community organizations that supported this, they get together a bunch of fixers. I, I was one of the fixers there at this last Thursday where they get people like me and others and people that know how to use sewing machines and do electronic repair and work with stuffed animals and woodworking and metal and glues and screws and bending and mending and all that kind of stuff. And um, we're, we're stationed all around on, on the top floor of jump on the fifth floor up there in that big round room. And there's tables all around the outside of the round there. And people come in with broken things and, and we try to fix them. And, and some of this stuff, it's not that you couldn't just go out and just buy another one, but that's not the point. The point is to try to either learn those new skills, like, uh, you know, when we were talking with, uh, with, with, uh, you know, Rick about that and, and about the, the, the pride that you get, the, the excitement, the fun of actually, 
you know, fixing, fixing something and uh, not wasting it and not letting it go to the landfill and maybe not having to buy another one and extending the life of it. Or there was one thing that I fixed for somebody and they said, okay, now I can give this to my daughter uh, who, uh, who, who's wanted this, but it was, it was broken. And okay, fine, great. So we did that. But anyway, this thing happened uh, last Thursday night. And it felt like a real success. There was 14 of us fixers, and I think there was like 30 to 40 people or something that came in with things to try to fix. And I, I think we had almost 100% uh, success on that thing. We'll, we'll get some stats uh, for you later. But, uh, yeah, we worked on things that were brought in from 530 to 8 o'clock, and uh, repairs were being made. And when complete, we had a little bell on our table, you know, like the – at the hotel that you ding, 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 we'd ring that. And so you heard bells ringing throughout the night when you had something that was fixed. Uh, I did notice that Dyson vacuum cleaners <laughs> were a popular item. I think there was like five people that brought in broken Dyson vacuum cleaners. So maybe that says something about Dyson vacuum cleaners. I don't know. But uh, some other small electronics, uh, the sewing machines were busy repairing uh, fabrics and jackets and putting in zippers and doing all kinds of stuff. And uh, there were three of us on the, the glues and screws kind of station over there. And uh, we thought we'd get in, you know, some woodworking stuff, but we didn't really see any woodworking stuff. A lot of it was was metals and uh, trying to repair broken metals and, uh, you know, epoxies and, and things like that to do that. That was fun. And um, anyway, next week on the show, uh, this is kind of impromptu, and I was going to tell you this, Tara, and I forgot, but so here's your notice. Uh, Dan Beyer, uh, one of the guys from Jump, uh, will be here on the show in the 9 o'clock hour. He's going to give us a detailed summary and comment feedback and how the the numbers on this all worked out. Uh, Dan's not with the city of Boise, like the folks you heard before, but he's with Jump, and uh, we'll talk about this partnership and uh, other fix-it and building activities that take place at Jump, because Dan is in charge of a workshop there that is just amazing. I mean, they've got table saw in there and uh, big disc sanders and drill presses and spray paint booths and 3D printers and glue guns and drills. I mean, all this kind of stuff. And people go in there to classes and events and make things. And this is things from little kids learning how to, you know, build this to, you know, other people learning how to fix that. So um, anyway, we'll learn from Dan uh, about part of our community that you may not have even known about and uh, what goes on down there at at Jump. Uh, the next Repair Cafe, there's another one coming up on August 10th. Uh, this was kind of the prototype. And yeah, there's definitely got to be another one because this one was so much fun and it was so good. Uh, anyway, we're doing another one on uh, August 10th. Uh, more information on that is available at the City of Boise website. Or if you have specific questions, you can call Catherine Milner uh, at the City of Boise, 208-608-7555. Or send her an email to cmilner, M-I-L-N-E-R, cmilner at cityofboise.org um, and find out more about that. Uh, thanks for all those who showed up for that uh, on both ends of it, the fixers and the uh, people bringing in things. That was a lot of fun. The Home Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Can you picture a new pool in your backyard? If so, now's the time to talk to Brent at Backyard Oasis. Your new in-ground pool from San Juan Pools and Backyard Oasis will be easier to take care of and will outlast other types of pools. 
There are close to 100 styles and sizes to choose from. And how about this? Your new pool can be installed start to finish in just 10 days. These pools are built to order and Backyard Oasis will coordinate all the details. So, back to enjoying that pool. Sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Contact Brent at Backyard Oasis now and let's make this happen with a team of construction professionals that insist on maintaining quality at every step. Scheduling availability is limited, so please do not wait. Will you, your kids, or grandkids be splashing around and having a great time in your new pool? Only one way to find out. Call 208-250-0176. 208-250-0176 for Backyard Oasis. For almost 10 years now, you've heard Joe on the Home Fix Show recommending Bot's Exteriors and its owner, Bill Bot for just about every exterior home repair and improvement you can imagine. But Bot's Exteriors have been making homes look great and earning the trust of customers much longer than that, since 1981, in fact. Their longevity and success comes down to great customer service and quality work at a fair price on every project, no matter how big or small. People like the personal touch of Bot's Exteriors and dealing with the owner of the company on every job. When you call Bill and have him come to your home for a quote on siding, porches, windows, entry doors, patio covers, decks, and more, you get a price back quickly and with several options if that's what you needed. There are a lot of siding and exterior companies, but trust the one Joe does. Give Bots Exteriors a chance to prove to you why they are the first choice of so many. Call Bill at 208-870-4324 or see BotsExteriorsIdaho.com. 208-870-4324. Next time you're looking for window coverings, turn to your locally owned and home fix show trusted resource, Budget Blinds of Boise and Nampa. From roller shades to insulating cellular shades and timeless shutters to custom drapery, the team at Budget Blinds has you covered. They offer options with the perfect balance of privacy and light control. Whether you live in Boise, Eagle, Meridian, Nampa, Caldwell, Star, Middleton, CUNA, or the surrounding communities, the Budget Blinds design consultants will bring samples, inspiration, and design expertise to your home. But don't just take my word. With over 500-plus five-star reviews, we will let your local friends and neighbors tell you why they chose Budget Blinds of Boise for their home or office window covering needs. To get started, schedule a complimentary in-home consultation and measurement of your windows. Call 208-375-1212 or visit budgetblinds.com slash Boise. Cooking outdoors this summer? Nampa Appliance and TV can fix you up with all the best in outdoor appliances. Cooktops, grills, chillers, and fridges, storage cabinets, and more. They have so much more to choose from. Outdoor appliances are built for weather and year-round durability. As part of the brand source network of appliance dealers, Nampa Appliance and TV has access to much more than any chain store could ever dream of. So get grilling and chilling and come into Nampa Appliance and design your new outdoor kitchen. If you need indoor appliances, Trust that as a Home Fix listener, you will always get a competitive price and great service and selection from Nampa Appliance, TV, and Mattress. Delivery and installation are available. Stop in today. They make selecting appliances simple. 278 Caldwell Boulevard in Nampa, 208-465-0551. That's 278 Caldwell Boulevard, just west of Fred Meyer, 465-0551. Ladies, if, um, someone in your home thinks they know what they're doing... 
Better call Joe immediately. 208-336-3700. Call soon. Everything's under control. No problem here. This is the Home Fix Show with Joe Prin on News Talk KBOI. I've gone through my little uh, list of lubrication things before, and I uh, it, it kind of came at me from two directions. So I thought, you know, maybe I'm being told to go over this again from outside forces, out of my control. Um, somebody asked me about white lithium grease, and then uh, as part of the repair cafe, I had to gather up a bunch of my own personal things that I thought maybe I needed to take down there. They were incredibly well stocked with a a whole bunch of stuff but there was a couple of things that i brought with me that i was glad that i did and one of them was uh was some uh in this case it was some silicone lubricant that i used Uh, i had to pull a lamp cord through a a piece of metal tubing and it wasn't going through there real well so i shot a little lube in there and it just slid on right through and so that was that was good but uh you know you have to have the basics in lubrication around your house just to (coughs) either keep things in good shape or keep them operating in in a fashion so that they don't wear out and have to be replaced. Uh, You know, anything that makes any kind of noise when you're, when you're interacting with it is, is a sign of friction of some time. Now that doesn't mean that if you put enough lubricant on something, it's, it's not going to make any, any noise at all. But, uh, you know, if, if it's a door that squeaks when you open it, uh, eventually, yeah, it'll keep squeaking until maybe it, it doesn't squeak anymore, but then maybe the hinges are worn out or something and then you have to replace them. So a lot of things can quit working when they're not lubricated properly. Um, my screen door on my patio was a good example. I, one of the dogs smacked into the side of it and knocked it off the track and I put it back on and it just wouldn't roll right. So I took it back off and uh, cleaned it out, uh, cleaned out the rollers on the bottom with some WD-40 and got it uh, all released and cleaning and spinning real nice. But, you know, it had that real dry kind of metal on metal sound of the bearing. So then after that I blew it out with the uh, air nozzle off my compressor and removed as much of the WD as I could and then added the proper lubricant down there and now man it goes back and forth so easy you got to be careful because it it slides almost too easy but there's a few of the basic uh, uh, oils that uh, you need to have and I'll, I'll try to run through this as quick as I can uh, one of them is called three-in-one oil or general purpose light oil some people used to call it sewing machine oil there's actually one that is that but uh, three-in-one oil has been around for a very, very long time. It, it is a brand name, and there's other things like it, but it's lightweight. It's very thin in its consistency, its viscosity. It's good for for small mechanical things where a heavier weight or a thicker-bodied oil just isn't appropriate for those because it'll you get too heavy of an oil on some little tiny lightweight uh, mechanisms and and it, they just don't work. Uh, they they just don't work at all. So uh, three in one oil can be used to lubricate hand tools like uh, you know pruners and and pocket knives and things. It works great for that kind of stuff where you got metal on metal uh, hinges, nuts and bolts. You know bicycles in some places. You know small wheels and fans, other moving parts and uh, and three in one oil comes in bottles. Some of them have long extension tips on it. Um, that so you can uh, bend that and get this little tiny tube around a corner and down to a 
to a place to to get some oil in there and uh, and 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 lubricate whatever needs needs to be lubricated. Uh, silicone lube uh, that's that's another story. Silicone lube is a clear liquid that uh, lubricates and waterproofs uh, things that it's applied to. It keeps the water from getting back to that surface. It works in very very cold and also very very hot temperatures. So it has special uh, special properties to it there that some of the oils don't. Uh, they'll either thin up or burn off or they will uh, get so thick that they uh, they lose their effectiveness. Silicone lube doesn't do that. Uh, it does dry quickly and leaves the silicone on the surface of what it's doing and it leaves uh, no messy rev- residue at all. It's just not very long-lived. If something is actually rubbing on something else, uh, it can scrape this off pretty quickly. But uh, it works on some surfaces where some of the other things that just don't work as well, like plastic. Um, so if you have like a vinyl window that when you slide it, it squeaks or creaks or makes some some bad noises, try some silicone lube on that. It won't hurt the plastic and uh, temporarily, at least for, you know, maybe a few months or so, will take care of the, the noisiness there. Uh, white lithium grease, that's been my go-to for a, a lot of things. Uh, Tara, you were just talking about lubricating the chain on your bike with that. I think that's a a fine choice for that. Uh, it's a good material for metal to metal contact surfaces, something like the gears on the gear set on your, your mountain bike where it comes in contact with the chain. That would be good for that. It's thick enough that it's not going to flip a bunch of grease up on the back of your leg or on your, on, on your, your, your right cheek there or your shoulder or something as you, uh, you, cause I know that you get up to like high speeds coming down, uh, Americana Boulevard there, you know. Uh, anyway, the, the white lithium works really well for that. And, uh, it's also good on garage doors. You know, we've heard Kevin talking about, uh, from the garage door store Boise that that's what you use on the rollers and the hinges and, uh, even on some places on the openers. Uh, it's, it's for places that have that metal to metal contact that requires something that's thicker and heavy duty, but, uh, will also seal out the area for rust and, and corrosion. So white lithium grease works good. You can get it in like toothpaste tubes or you can get it in spray cans. If you use the spray stuff, just remember you got to shake that stuff up a lot before you start spraying it. Otherwise, you're just going to get some of the, uh, uh, the more liquid part off the top and not actually get to the, the white lithium part. Uh, WD-40 that we talked about, it's a good penetrating lubricant. It'll free up sticky stuff, but it's not the long-term thing. It's just there to clean things up and get them moving again, and then you need to use the proper uh, grease or lubricant after that. Uh, graphite, that's a, a dry lubricant that you should have a little squeeze tube of that stuff. It can be a little messy, gets all over your hands, wear gloves if that bothers you, but it's, it's great for locks and mechanisms like that, that you don't want something that's liquid going in there because then you stick the keys in your pocket and you got that oil or that grease on, on your keys. It gets on your hands and in your, in your clothes and everything. But, uh, graphite is, is a dry lubricant that, that does work good for things like that, for locks and for, uh, kind of more of the hidden mechanisms and mechanical mechanisms. Again, it's not uh, uh, affected by temperature hardly at all. And the way it works is it's carbon atoms. Uh, I read this last time that we talked about this on the show. The layers slide over each other easily because there are only weak forces between them. I guess some of you chemists and physicists will understand that better than I do. But that's what makes graphite slippery. These electrons can move through the graphite, carrying charge from place to place and allowing graphite to conduct electricity also. So you obviously never 
use graphite to lube any kind of an electrical component, like a motor or something. Don't do that. Uh, speaking of motors, good old WD-40 uh, oil, motor oil, that's great. You can have that. You can soak things in it. You can use a lot of it. It's cheap, and uh, you put those in those, those old lubricating cans, those tin ones that, you know, Grandpa had that go ka-tink, 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 ka-tink. Uh, that's the, uh, the motor oil uh, alternative there for uh, making your own applicators. Wheel-bearing grease, oh, that's great. You get one of those tins of uh, wheel bearing grease and the plastic lid comes off and you just grab handfuls of that stuff and you pack your bearings with that and uh, heavy, big, nasty grease. You got to have a can of uh, wheel bearing grease or at least a grease gun and grease cartridges so that you can lubricate the the zerts on your, uh, uh, look that up, Z-E-R-T, lubricate your zerts. Yeah, you got to, you'll see that on car suspension parts and on your riding lawnmowers and your, your mower mowing deck spindles you've got to grease those from time to time so that's where you need a grease gun and uh, the proper grease cartridge for it so that's the basic grease gun cartridge wheel bearing grease wd-40 motor oil graphic white lithium silicone and three-in-one oil you got all that you got it covered the home fix show with joe prin will be right back on news talk kboi making the decision to sell your home or buy a new one is very big And when you choose your realtor, you want to know you're with a team that will be committed and with you for the complete process. Matt Bauscher has been voted the number one real estate agent in the Boise area and is the founding partner at Amherst Madison. For you, that means an incredible team of professionals that will help you reach your goal, respect your time, your family, and your desires. Look at current listings or read what Matt's clients have to say at BauscherRealEstate.com. In accordance with fair housing laws, Matt Bauscher provides equal professional service without regard to race, color, religion, sex, handicap, familial status, national origin, favorite basketball team, or sexual orientation of any prospective client, customer, or the residents of any community. Reach Matt at BauscherRealEstate.com. Did you know that you can have your bathtub converted to a shower in as little as one day? It's true. You've heard Jesse and Jeff from Custom Bath Solutions on the Home Fix Show talking about this with Joe. They have a beautiful showroom in Meridian where you can see full-size displays of their locally made showers and enclosures. And these best bath components have a 30-year warranty. If this is what you need to make your bathing safer and more enjoyable, call or visit Custom Bath Solutions but maybe you need a bigger scale bathroom remodel. Not a problem. Custom Bath Solutions can help with all bathroom remodeling projects start to finish. Visit Custom Bath Solutions at 480 East Franklin Road in Meridian or call 208-888-7561. That's 208-888-7561 for Custom Bath Solutions. Shower yourself with comfort. Custom Bath Solutions. Call a master plumbing, the masters of the trade. Hi, it's Heather from Master Plumbing. This summer, life is going to be busy with graduations, weddings, and family reunions. That means your home is going to be working overtime with guests. And inevitably, something will go wrong with your house. If that something is a plumbing-related issue, give Master Plumbing a call. 
And when it comes to getting the work done, you can be confident Master Plumbing will send out a fully trained and licensed plumber. Even with the growth here in the Valley and the high demand on skilled labor, our standards and requirements haven't budged. So get ready for all that summer has to throw your way with the help of Master Plumbing. Visit callmasternow.com or call 208-888-9191. Call the masters. Call the master plumbing. When it gets hot out, one of the barriers between the heat and your comfort inside are your windows. If seals have failed or weather stripping has lost its ability to keep the outside out, perhaps it's time for a call to Viewpoint Windows and Doors to talk with them about Milgard windows for your home. Milgard windows are a great choice of style, performance, and value. Milgard windows have an amazing reputation and a satisfaction track record in the industry. They back up their products with a fantastic locally serviced warranty. And with the pros at Viewpoint Windows and Doors taking care of helping you with the installers, you know that everything will be done right and to your complete satisfaction. You deserve affordable quality and attention to detail for your home. Call Viewpoint Windows and Doors and ask for a quote on Milgard windows for your home. 208-854-1877. 208-854-1877. Or visit the Viewpoint Windows and Doors showroom on State Street just east of Glenwood. See Milgard Windows at ViewpointWindows.com. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. Hey, thanks for being with us this morning on the Home Fix Show. I, I really, really appreciate the time that you get to spend with us here on, on the radio, and uh, it, it's great just knowing you're out there. And if you want to grab your phone and call in and ask any questions, today's a great day to do that. I don't have any of guests in here with me, so it's it's you and I and the time that we need to spend to get a thorough and thorough and complete answer to you, and maybe help some other folks along the way. The number is two zero eight. 336-3700. As you uh, get into the, the month of June here, uh, vacation season, July and August, uh, we've talked about this before and, uh, you know, how you don't necessarily always know who has the keys and the codes to your home, especially if you have purchased a previously lived in home, but just because you have a brand new home, can you trust that there aren't some subcontractors or contractors or service people or builders or realtors or something that maybe they have the keys or the codes to your house? They know how to punch in a number to get in your garage door opener, or they they have that key with your address hanging on a little hook on their their pegboard or something and they they could get in there you know it's possible it's possible um and in previously lived in houses maybe some of the neighbors had keys because they helped whoever lived in your house before and maybe you're not comfortable with that so there could be past boyfriends or girlfriends you you don't know who's there and so locks can be rekeyed at hardware stores uh you know on slow days it takes some time it's kind of a becoming a lost lost art uh, locksmiths can come to your house and do it right there so you don't have to take your your lock sets in uh to somebody that sells that brand uh some lock brands have a 
system that you can re uh, rekey or recode that key all by yourself uh, if you have the original master key that goes with it. Um, you can always buy new locks, of course, and get them keyed alike so that every lock on the outside of your house uses the same key, or maybe you don't want that. Maybe you just want to limit the access of someone to that uh, one particular door. You could have different keys on your house. Gate codes and garage door opener codes, they can be uh, changed fairly easily once you learn the sequence. You might have to look in your owner's manual or view a a YouTube tutorial. If you can't handle that, you can always call Kevin at Garage Door Store Boise and he can come out and recode all of those things for you so that you can do that. Um, there, There is a time, though, where you need to be, you know, trusting your neighbors and sometimes technology maybe gives you the ability to control that access. Uh, garage door openers can have expiration dates on their codes or they can be programmed to only work at certain times of day through a through an app or you can give access that is a one-time thing. You know, here, you can use this number once and then when you close the door, it, it's gone and it never works again. So technology can be on your side of security uh, a lot more than what uh, some of us know or maybe we're comfortable with. Some of us, we have to like me, old dog, new tricks. You know, you got to learn some new things. But if you have someone taking care of your house while you're gone, show them also where the utility shutoffs are in case there's some kind of an emergency, either in the neighborhood or at your house in particular. Uh, anybody taking care of your house when you go on vacation should know where to turn off the water, the electricity, the gas. Where is it? Where are those valves? How do you shut it off? Let them practice it, you know, before they go. You could also disconnect and unplug some things before you go. You know, yes, you can do that. You can leave your house all the time and not do that. But if it's for longer than usual, you know, consider that. Maybe unplug the washer and dryer and shut off the water to it. The ice maker, the dishwasher, unplug unused electronics, you know, uh, unless you're going to interact with them through some some app while you're gone. Uh, Same thing with lights and timers and plug-in modules and monitors, uh, things that you need power on to monitor them. But... That's about it. We're going to be back after the news with more. Stay with us here on Home Fix. Lawn care season's underway, and if you could use a little help making things look as good as they can be, call Pestcom. At Pestcom, trained professionals will stop by on a planned schedule and give your lawn the nutrients and preventative maintenance it needs. Not too much, not too little, and right on time. And get this, you don't have to have bags of fertilizer or crusty old applicators stored in your garage or shed. Call Pestcom and have them stop by to prepare a package quote for you. Year-round bug and pest control is also available. Regular pest control treatments break the breeding cycles and put an end to infestations. Regular lawn care treatments build a healthier turf and require less water. And a healthy turf will handle heat stress and foot traffic better. So invite some friends over and show off your beautiful lawn. Call Pestcom and get started right now. 208-495-5636. 208-495-5636 for Pestcom. Or learn more at Pestcom.com. 208 495-5636. This is a podcast of The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin. Hey, welcome to the wrap-up hour, the third and final hour of our show. Thanks for being with us here on Home Fix on News Talk KBOI, 93.1 FM, 670 AM. This is the show where I do my best to try to answer questions that you have about 
home improvements and repairs and remodeling and construction and contractors and service professionals and the tools and the products and everything that goes into all that that uh, allows you to get something done, even if you're not doing it yourself, even if you're having somebody help you with it or you've hired them to do it, maybe just knowing what questions to ask them or observe what things they're using makes you uh, feel a little bit better, more knowledgeable about your project. That's what we do here. The number to call into the show is, and that's the only way you can interact with us live here on Talk Radio, is to grab your phone and we talk. Imagine that, 208-336-3700, 208-336-3700. I have a list at joeprin.com. That's a, kind of a website I have, joeprin.com, uh, where you can find a, a resource list of all the people that are our sponsors and advertisers and people that I know and trust in the and the construction and service industries that uh, we, we cross paths with, uh, feel free to call any of these folks. Tell them that you listen to the show or that uh, you've been part of it, and that's where you got the number. They like hearing that. And also, if you're listening at a time other than when we are live on the air, uh, you can still ask me questions about something that you hear about, or maybe it's just something that pops into your head midweek and uh, you, you want to ask me about that and can't can't wait till Saturday or I don't know. I've been asked some things that are probably wouldn't make real good radio, but they, they needed to be answered. So uh, you can do that too at joeprin.com. Uh, joe at joeprin.com. That's the email address. I should say joe at joeprin.com. Anyway, welcome to the program. Uh, live streaming and podcasts are available at kboi.com. Uh, so if you missed the first couple hours of the show today uh, with the end at the conclusion of this show, you can go there to kboi.com and uh, and listen to today's program just a few minutes after we get off the air. So thanks for being with us. 208 336 I want to say hi to my wife if she's listening. She's out with our dogs. Uh, Penny and Riker are out in Caldwell, I believe, today. Yeah, they're in Caldwell. Uh, actually, not too far from Nampa Appliance at a park over there, and they're doing one of the agility trials. I don't know if this is the AKC one or which acronym goes with it. She's part of three different groups and Penny is going to go through the jumps and over the teeter and through the weaves and the poles and the hoops and up the ramps and down and twist and jump and all on command and running. And uh, I'm not sure who gets more exercise doing that, <laughs> Vicky or the dog, but uh, boy, they sure do enjoy that. And I hope they come back with new, new ribbons to hang on the wall and, uh, uh, both of them needing a nap today. <laughs> and Riker, he's just in training. He's the puppy. He's only uh, a few months old and he's out there just, he's in observation mode. Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? Can I do it? No, you got to watch. Ah, oh, come on. When do I get to do it? I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to go chase the ball. <laughs> but, so he's just watching. So I hope they have a good day out at the, uh, at the dog trial. Uh, also say hi to uh, a lot of the folks out at the, uh, the Cathedral of the Rockies Amity campus out on South Maple Grove. Uh, 4464 South Maple Grove. If you want to go take a look at what's going on out there today, or maybe you're passing by there here in the next 30 seconds, you go, what, what, what is that going on? Uh, they are framing a house for uh, Habitat for Humanity. Um, uh, the church gets together a bunch of people. Last night, uh, I was out there with a bunch of other volunteers, and we pre-cut all of the lumber that's going to go into the wall framing. We cut all the uh, the the trimmers and the headers and top and bottom plates, all the studs are all pre-cut to length, so we didn't have to do that and uh, cut all the, the dimensional lumber for all of that. And it's all laid out in kind of kit form. And this morning, people would grab a 
sheet that had a drawing of a section of a wall on it, and they would go gather up these numbered parts and uh, build that wall and then uh, carry it over to over here and stack it up and stack, 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 and then eventually all those pieces are going to be delivered to a habitat job site, and these are all of the walls for this one particular home that somebody is going to be uh, getting into. So uh, honk as you go by, say hi to him, but that's what's going on out there today is framing day for uh, for that the walls for that, that Habitat for Humanity house. So uh, thanks to all the volunteers that showed up for that. There should be about, uh, there's usually 150, 200 people that show up to do that, and they'll probably be done here before lunchtime, uh, completely doing the wall framing for an entire home. So good to see that. And I think they even put the sheathing on the outside walls too as, as part of this. I'm not sure if it's just the, the dimensional or if it's also the sheathing, but uh, congratulations to you on that. All right, uh, we're going to dive into something here that, uh, uh, again, I found extremely helpful when I went to the repair cafe, and it just reminded me how <clears throat> important having some some tools with us in our life actually is. I've talked about this before. Do you have a go bag of tools in your vehicle? Do you, Tara, do you keep any tools in your car? Okay, so so you're going to be the one stranded on the side of the road that can't move on in life because you don't have a a screwdriver. Yeah, that'll be me. You're driving by. Okay, see, we gotta we gotta get you some tools in your car. I mean, those of you that do pack some tools around in your vehicle with you, I mean, what's in there? Um, you know, now I know we've got plumbers and electricians and and all kinds of contractors and service professionals that say, you know, everything that I own is in my in my truck and stuff. And and that's different. I get that. Um, what I'm talking about here is more in our off hours <laughs> as professionals or those of us that are not professionals. Uh, what I mean is this this grouping of tools that you could take with you uh, in a tool bag, a, a tote bag, even a bucket or something or a box, something that that actually stays in your car or your truck. Now, this isn't where like every time you go to the grocery store, you got to pull a bunch of stuff off of your your wall or out of the drawer in, in the garage or something or in the toolbox and throw it in your car. No, these are stuff, these are things that you leave in there. They were they were purposely either purchased or acquired. Maybe you got them at yard sales. Maybe there's some hand-me-downs. Maybe you upgraded, downgraded, whatever. But these are, it's another set of tools that you can put where you're portable, where you want to go around. And and people that love tools know what I'm talking about, about having, you know, some of the stuff right right at hand. It's just kind of a, I don't know, it's like my, uh, it, it's like my comfort, you know, bag here. It's my, my it, it's mental therapy for me. I know I've got my tools with me. It's, uh, um, I forget the name of that, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you're known as the, the fix-it person in your family or kind of in your circle of friends, you know what I'm talking about. They say, hey, you know how to fix everything. You know, what's wrong with this over here? And you look at it and you go, you know, well, do you have a, uh, do you have a 10 millimeter wrench and, and a, uh, a, a T25 Torx socket for, you know, a, a screwdriver? No. Okay. Well, if I had that, I could fix it. Okay. Oh, wait, I have that out in my, out in my car, or out in my truck. So. Um, we're going to talk about that here. When I stopped being a contractor, I no longer had tools in my truck with me, and it's it's caused some problems <laughs> not having tools with me, and it, it was bothering me. So, because when I used to pull my tool trailer around behind me, I mean, I had everything imaginable in that. Well, you know, that came to an end, and now that I find sometimes I go over to my kid's house and they need help with something, and I'm having to make do with either some of their tools or the wrong tools. 
Uh, I find myself, you know, wishing that I had some of my stuff with me. And wouldn't it be great to have this format that I could just take and transfer this bag of tools from, you know, one vehicle to another? Maybe I'm heading up to visit some friends in, at a cabin for the weekend. I'll take the tools or going shopping or going to an antique store. I'll take the tools with me. You know, maybe I need to take something apart or put something together. It, it, it's just having those with you. It's just kind of nice to do that. So I, I, we've talked about this in the past here and I'm going to tell you about uh, my tool bag that I haul around with me and what's in it and uh, what you might want to evolve that to in your life when we come back with more of the Home Fix Show here on News Talk KBOI. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. It looks like magic when you watch it happen. Those sinking sections of your concrete patio, driveway, or sidewalk just lift themselves up and back into place. Actually, the magic is performed by Go Green Concrete Lifting. They have innovative and economical solutions to common problems like sinking and shifted unlevel concrete slabs. These areas create trip hazards and drainage problems. Let's get this fixed as soon as possible and Go Green Concrete Lifting is here to help out. Incredibly strong foam is carefully injected under the slab and as it expands, it lifts the concrete back into position. No busting out the old concrete, placing new concrete and hoping it matches somewhat. And the best part, it costs a whole lot less than new concrete and can be done in just a few hours. They also have a coating for driveways to protect and extend the life of the concrete from salt and ice melter. Call Go Green at 208-912-0028. Again, that's 208-912-0028 or visit GoGreenInsulation.com to learn more. Most people looking at bringing solar energy into their homes do not know there are two types of solar. There's photovoltaic solar panels, which generate electricity, and there is solar thermal that generates hot water. Hot water, you ask? Yes, if you can generate hot water with sun power, you don't need to pay a utility company for that energy. And if you have an all-electric home, that is a bunch of PV panels that you will not need to buy. There's also a lot of bad information circulating about solar, and many say it cannot work for us here in Idaho. Want to know the truth and not the hype so you can decide for yourself? Want an honest assessment and quote and not a sales and financing pitch? Call and talk to Carl Simpson at Renewable Energy Northwest, LLC. Carl offers a free solar site visit where he will evaluate your home and lifestyle and discuss with you your options. 208-577-6537 or visit RenewableEnergyNWLLC.com. Also follow Renewable Energy Northwest LLC on Facebook. 208-577-6537. Garage season is just around the corner. Okay, it's always garage season, but warm weather does mean more interaction with the stuff in your garage. Gardening and lawn care tools bicycles, outdoor sporting equipment, and more all need a safe and convenient place. Storage Evolution can help you store the smallest of items, design workbenches, and figure out how to take care of the bigger items like wheelbarrows and your snow tires. Reclaim some of that precious floor space all while not hurting yourself or your cars, taking things in and out of the garage. Storage Evolution will help you create a customized plan that will meet your current and future storage needs because these innovative systems adapt as your needs change. Estimates are free, and the installation is fast and professionally done. And these products have a lifetime warranty. Contact them for the garage storage system you'll love tomorrow and long into the future. Call Storage Evolution at 208-515-3575 or visit garagesolutionsboise.com for photos and more ideas. Homeowner's insurance is often not appreciated or understood until you need it. It is one of those things that you know you must have, but really are not that familiar with. 
I mean, who wants to read page after page of that very small print? Brett Murphy does. It's his job. Brett Murphy with Boise River Insurance is local and independent, so he can work to find you what fits your needs the best. Your house may have gone up significantly in value, and you need to be sure that your coverage has kept up with it. Has your agent made sure that you are covered? Do you even know who your agent is? If it is time for a face-to-face sit-down review, Brett Murphy would like to help you out. He will answer the questions. If you need to select your homeowner's insurance, talk to Brett and have him find you the best possible coverage and cost. Brett is available to talk with you, regardless of who you get your insurance from. 208-949-2222 or email brett at boiseriverinsurance.com. 208-949-2222. If you hear anything you'd like to revisit, check out the Home Fix podcast on the KBOI radio app. First, download the KBOI radio app from the App Store for free. Then click Podcasts. Then click on the Home Fix show. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix show on News Talk KBOI. So yeah, you're driving around and you maybe you see something on the side of the road and you want to pick that up. I've done that and you need to cut a piece of wire on it or you need a knife to open a box or cut something. If you have some of those things in your vehicle with you, it might make your life a little bit easier. If you need a special screwdriver bit or something or a wrench of the right size or, or, or such to, uh, you know, get, get something going. It's just a, a tool that you have. Let me grab my uh, mouse here so that I can continue somewhat intelligently here. Um, you, you may need, you know, some of this stuff with you, uh, when you don't expect it. So the, these are extras. This is not the stuff that you plan out ahead of time. So I tried to figure out what I should be packing around with me at all times. And, and that's my dilemma. You know, I, I pretty much know in advance if I needed to take a worm drive saw with me, cause you know, you, you know, if there's a, a destination, like I'm going over to the kid's house and they want me to help them work on their fence. Well, then I'm going to bring some of these these tools that I think I'm going to know that no, that what I'm talking about here is having a, having an assortment with you for the unexpected things. You know, I'm not going to need to have belt sanders in here and a lot of power tools and all that, but if there's just a dripping little, you know, uh, angle stop underneath their bathroom sink or something, and I just need to tighten that five inch or five eighths inch compression nut down there just a little bit. And I can do that right then and there and fix the problem for them. That's great. I don't want to, you know, either have to go get a wrench or if they don't have one or whatever. So it's kind of that nice for that or a loose doorknob or help assemble a, a new grill or something. And I've got a tool that maybe will work better from them. So um, anyway, I, I, I just feel a lot better if I have a lot of these basic tools that I'm traveling with and not having to load them up every time if I go somewhere, just knowing that they're there. I also don't like using other people's tools. I don't know what there is about that. My therapist can't figure that one out either, but um, I'm not talking about enough mechanics tools here, Tara, if your, your transmission goes out in your car, you know, to rebuild that on the side of the road. No, I'm not talking about that. But if I need to put like a, a bolt to hold the license plate back on or something, that would, that would be nice to have the tools to be able to do that. Or, uh, you know, just, just some of that little stuff like that. I think it's, it's kind of fun to do that. Um, it just, just to have that stuff uh, available if, if you need it. Um, we used to have a feature on the show called the hundred dollar toolbox. So for a hundred bucks, I'd said, you know, here's everything that you need to have around the house and that, and that's, that's not this, that, that that's a whole separate thing. And first of all, the hundred dollar toolbox is dead now. 
<laughs> due to inflation, it's now the $200 toolbox. I mean, 20 years ago when we originated that, the $100 toolbox was pretty cool. Well, it, it gradually got less cool because <laughs> there was less things that I could put in it. So maybe we'll do a $200 toolbox uh, later in the year this year. And I'm also not talking about power tools in this. So, all right, so... Let's get this out of the way. Let me switch over here. And I brought my tool bag with me in the studio. So everybody look at your radio. And I'm going to tell you what's in the tool bag. So first of all, it's one of those uh, Crescent tools, those big heavy zipper pack pouches. Looks like carry-on luggage almost. But, uh, you know, just built really tough. And I've had this thing now. When did we do that? That was a couple years ago, wasn't it? We did the thing with Crescent tools. And this thing has been through a beating. I mean, it has been drugged through the mud and the rain and the dirt and thrown in the back of the truck. And it takes a licking and just keeps on holding tools. So uh, it's pretty cool. I'm glad that, you know, investing in this quality of stuff from uh, Crescent really, really was good. But all right, so I'm just going to start laying this stuff out. Let me get, get my laptop out of the way here so I don't put a hammer through the screen. All right, so what's don't in here? Don't that. Huh? Don't break that. No, I, I don't want to break that. That's right. So I'm just going to go through this in no particular order and try unloading some of this stuff. So I've got a 16-ounce hammer, curved claw hammer. It's always nice to have a hammer just to, in case you got to hammer something, right? You got that. Uh, also in the tool bag here is a pry bar, uh, one of these uh, like Stanley pry bars. You can use it for lifting stuff, prying open things. If I ever have to break in your house late at night, I can break in with this bar and this hammer. You know, you never know what you need that tool bag for. So there that's here. Uh, a small, uh, they call it a square, but really it's a triangle, right? <laughs> kind of confusing, right? But uh, it's a square, a triangle square, uh, just to make straight cuts, 45s, measure angles, all that kind of stuff. If I'm doing a little bit of marking or woodworking, uh, I suppose that would go good with power tools. Why do I have that in here? I guess I have used that quite a few times. It's all dirty and I have used it. Um, torpedo level, little six inch uh, or eight inch magnetic torpedo level it's got some uh, some high-powered magnets in it i'm not going to put it near any of the radio equipment but you can stick it on anything that's metal and posts in that and level them up i've used that to help with fence posts and shelving and towel bars at my kids house and stuff like that uh, i've got a stiff bladed putty knife in here i've got a pair of needle nose pliers in here i've got a pair of uh, angled wire cutters because you might have to cut some wire or fencing again to break into tara's house um, some channel lock pliers, uh, channel lock, uh, slide lock pliers, adjustable pliers, uh, commonly used. I'm not used feeling in... really safe in my house anymore, just so you know. <laughs> uh, well, maybe you need some tools <laughs> or weaponry. I don't know. Anyway, uh, a pair of slide locks there, an adjustable wrench, uh, often called a crescent wrench. I've got uh, two of these. I've got a large one and a small one. What that does is just eliminate me having to carry a lot of uh, a duplicate uh, wrenches. Uh, but sometimes you need two. You need a, a wrench on, the, on one side of a bolt and then one on a nut, and the adjustable wrenches get you that, or it's some weird size or something that you don't want to have every size known. Um, I do have a set of wrenches in here. It's in a little rollout bag. Let me see. Oh, if I can drop this all over. Yeah, this is a set of uh, open-end and box wrenches, uh, everything from a quarter up to nine-sixteenths. I don't have anything a lot bigger than that. Well, how are you going to get that ball off your trailer hitch? Well, that I'm probably not going to do out of my tool bag because I'm not going to need to do that that often, and it takes a four-foot breaker bar to get those off anyway. Uh, here's a pair of uh, vice grip pliers. Um, I had to put this all back in the bag instead of just dumping it out here on the counter. I'm never going to get all this back in here. Okay, a uh, pair of just regular old traditional pliers, just plier pliers. Uh, you always need those. 
You never know when you might have to extract a molar or something on the side of the road. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, uh, wire strippers. Um, these are those ones. They look like a, a pair of needle nose pliers with all these little notches in it. It says 18, 14, 16, 12, 10. That's for stripping the insulation off wiring. Uh, that's come in very handy. I've done a lot of work on extension cords and speaker wires and hooking up, you know, just a simple light fixture and stuff when I've been, you know, at other places or trying to repair them. And that's better. Usually I use my teeth. My dentist really hates that. But, you know, that uh, the, those gauges that are on this thing, on this wire stripper, you know, I was saying that they're for different sizes of wire. There's, there's 18, 16, 14, 12, 10. Well, look at my teeth here because this one, this one right here is 10. This one right here is 12. This is a 14, and, and they work good. I've got them. I've, I've spent my lifetime grinding my teeth down to where I can bite the end of a wire and pull the insulation off. Okay. All right. I know that gives some of you the willies. Uh, here's a set of Allen wrenches. I don't know who Allen was, but Allen invented some pretty cool tools. These are the little hex head wrenches that you find uh, that you need for assembling a lot of furniture and bicycle parts and some other small mechanisms. And a little tiny, little tiny pair of uh, wire cutters for doing very micro stuff. This has come in handy for some very, very fine wire. Or I've actually used it for pulling out some splinters out of my fingers because it's they're so tiny and so precise, almost jewelry stuff that I can pull out splinters and pieces of wire out of my face and stuff from doing things. Um, some ratcheting. These are ratchet wrenches. Um, I like these because I've actually got uh, eight different sizes. Channel Lock makes these. Eight different sizes contained in two wrenches. So there's four sizes on each wrench because you can flip it over and get different sizes. So these two wrenches take the place of eight wrenches for me. So that's kind of nice. Uh, battery terminal cleaner. This is for on your car. All of a sudden you go out one day and your car won't start. Well, I've got wrenches to take off my battery cables and I can stick this over and, <laughs> and grind the top of the thing and get all the corrosion off the battery. That's why I like top mount, post-mounted batteries better than the side-mounted ones. And sometimes when I buy a used vehicle, if it's got those side-mounted ones, I almost don't want to buy that vehicle or I want to convert that to a top post battery. Uh, what else we got? Utility knife, box cutter, the basic thing you can't go on the airplane with. I uh, got one of those. Got an electrical tester. Why am I showing you all this? It's like you're in school. There's going to be a test on this, Tara. Okay. I don't know what half of it is, I, so I, I'm learning I stuff. I could just be pointing this out. Nobody would know that I'm actually lifting these up, holding them up to the microphone, and showing Everyone them Everyone on the radio can see you doing <laughs> this. They can see this. Okay. Uh, Sperry Instruments. There's some electrical company. They make these little yellow cubes. You plug these into an outlet. Should we test this? We should test this and see if that one Travis put in is wired right. This will tell us if it's grounded right and the polarity's right. You can use it to check and see if there's power coming through an electrical outlet without having to stick one of your screwdrivers, which we've got those in here, too. Um, nice little bright flashlight that'll blind anybody. It's a little LED flashlight. Boy, that's made flashlights really good. And I can, uh, I can actually take that thing and just tape it to my forehead when I'm working on stuff or I've taped it on the side of my glasses. It's, it's that small and that bright. Um, a drywall saw. Here's a, a hole saw. Never know when you're going to have to gut a deer or install an electrical outlet in a wall. So you can use that for, for doing that. Let me put the pry bars back in here and the hammers. Oh, yep, sure enough, it's break time. Well, that's good, because we can go to the other side of the tool bag here. There's an assortment of screwdrivers in here. Got a couple Phillips, number one, two, three Phillips, and then a small, medium, large slotted. I've also got this cool thing that Bosch, I got this from Bosch years ago. It's a handle that you can get, but you can stick reciprocating saw blades and jigsaw blades into the handle. 
So now I've got a tool that I can cut all kinds of metals and woods and plastics and stuff by only having one handle, but carry around about six different blades with me. Oh, what's not for serial killers? Jeez. Okay, put all that back in there. All right, now we're going to look on the other side of the toolbox. Oh, there's a tape measure in here, too. Uh, we'll look at the other side, because that's got some really important little stuff that you think, oh, man, if I only had... Okay, well, it's on the other side of this tool bag. I'll tell you that when we come back after the break. The Home Fix Show with Joe Prin will be right back on News Talk KBOI. Pollen and allergy season is underway, and one of the things you can do to help is to keep fresh filters in your furnace and air conditioning system. High-efficiency filters will help catch the things that make you sneeze and your eyes itch. Plus, when there's smoke in the air from wildfires, your furnace filters will help with this also. At the Air Filter Superstore, they have the right filters in the right size at the right price right now. And lots of them. They are never out of stock, and custom sizes can be built while you wait. Call ahead, and they'll have your order ready for pickup. Mention you listen to the Home Fix Show when placing your order, and save an additional $2. As an additional service, the Air Filter Superstore can deliver your filters to your house and even install them for you. Just ask. The Air Filter Superstore is at 3825 East Lanark, one block east of DeMeyer Furniture near Franklin and Eagle Road. Online ordering is at airfiltersidaho.com. Call or text 208-672-1323. The Air Filter Superstore, 208-672-1323. If you could shrink yourself down and crawl through your ductwork, I think you'd be surprised to see what you've been breathing. It's amazing what collects in there. Makes me want to sneeze just thinking about it. Dirty ductwork can cause allergy issues and can make for more house cleaning. If this just motivated you to get your ducts cleaned, System Clean is who you want to do it. They have professional duct cleaning tools and the years of experience to clean your ducts properly. Unfortunately, there are other companies out there that think cleaning your ducts is no big deal and it shows in their work. That's not what System Clean is all about. Proper, high-power, effective, and complete duct cleaning while respecting your home sets System Clean apart from the rest. System Clean does duct cleaning right. Call System Clean today and schedule an appointment. 208-884-3300. System Clean. 208-884-3300. And be sure to ask for the Home Fix listener discount. System Clean. 208-884-3300. Some people call it the candy store or the toy store. Some call it group therapy. We call it Woodcraft. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland, Woodcraft is here to be what you need it to be. It is a tool store with the finest and most comfortable cordless and power tools known to the industry. It is a specialty hardware store where all the fasteners, hinges, mechanisms, and workbench magic can be found. It is a classroom where you can learn from experienced teachers to be a better woodworker. And it's a lumber yard with the things you can't find at a lumber yard. But also, it is, well, it's just a fun place to be the craftsperson, maker or professional you want to be. Put some time into your schedule to stop into Woodcraft. Let our like-minded staff answer questions or point you in the right direction. They embrace the workshop beginners and help the seasoned professionals. What do you want to make? Chances are, Woodcraft can help. In the Overland Park Shopping Center at Cole and Overland. 
You made a good choice and invested in quality John Deere equipment for your home, your business, your farm, maybe even your construction company. You count on their great factory parts, service, and support so that you can get back to work. Again, this is why you bought a John Deere. Sure, it's great equipment and definitely built for the long haul, but from time to time, it needs to be worked on, and that time may be now for you. With over 80 years of experience supporting John Deere customers with quality parts and service, Campbell Tractor will make sure you get the job done. Their technicians know John Deere inside and out. You made the effort to purchase the very best. Now get it serviced by the very best. Call and schedule your appointment with Campbell Tractor today. Pickup and delivery is available. Campbell Tractor, 2014 North Franklin Boulevard in Nampa with stores also in Homedale, Fruitland, Glens Ferry, Wendell, and Ontario. This is Home Fix with Joe Prin. If you'd like to talk to Joe, call now, 336-3700 or 1-800-529-KBOI. Now back to Home Fix on News Talk KBOI. And I mentioned that, uh, that, that John Deere ad there about, you know, getting service there. So even if you bought a John Deere, you know, riding mower somewhere else, uh, maybe you picked one up used or you bought it at, um, you know, heaven forbid, another retailer or something. Um, and, and it needs work and you need parts. Uh, Campbell Tractor will still, you know, gladly, uh, to, you know, help you out and take you as a, as a customer and get you taken care of. They'll say, no, no, you didn't buy the hair. No, that, that's not how it works. They will take care of you. Uh, back to our, our little tool bag here. I thought of something I do keep in my, in my truck with me. Uh, another, I got one of those old plastic milk crates. I found it from somewhere and luckily it's not from a dairy anywhere in Idaho or something. So I'm not getting in trouble for having, you know, metal gold's property in the back of my truck or something. But I do keep one of those, uh, those milk crates back there. One, it's great to sit on or stand on or use as a little stool if I need it. I've, I've, I've used that many times on the side of the road for different things or picking something up and hauling it in there. But also inside there, I keep a couple lengths of rope and a, a little bundle of paracord. I keep a couple of trash bags in there. Uh, I guess in case I ever need a quick poncho or I need to bag something up, uh, I keep a toe strap in there for the truck and a chain, a toe chain. I, I keep a set of jumper cables and a, a first aid kit. I got a pretty, pretty good first aid kit that I keep with me that uh, I've helped some people out with. That's been handy. And, uh, and a few bungee cords. Um, I've used every one of those things just, just in the last year that I can think of. I also got a fire extinguisher in the truck, but I haven't luckily had to use that anytime in the, in the recent, you know, history here. All right. Sorry. Uh, let's get back over here to the other side of the studio here. I got my tool bag here. Some other things that are in here. Uh, I've got my Leatherman uh, hooked to the side of this thing. I was just, uh, uh, I don't wear that on my hip as much as I used to. Just uh, the nature of my work and what I was doing has changed. So I just uh, keep it nearby, but I don't, uh, don't wear it. But I've got some carpenter's pencils here, a couple of Sharpies and a magic marker in case I have to make a big sign that... Uh, says, hey, I need a ride. I don't have all the tools in my truck that I thought I did. You know, Give me a ride. Uh, I, I have that uh, big magic marker here. Uh, also some 3x5 cards, just some blank ones that I can leave light, nice notes of thanks on people's windshields, You know, letting them know how much I appreciate the way they park or, uh, <laughs> or uh, I turn off your lights but your car's locked or something. No, I, I, yeah, I'm, I do that sometimes. But uh, just if I have to write something down that I think of, a shopping list, but they're also good for mixing glue on or i've used the cardboard for some shims and other things like that on those three by five cards all right let's unzip the other side here okay this one's gonna get a little messy tar though because I, I have to unload this one all right i got some tape in here 
I got a roll of blue masking tape. I got a roll of electrician's black vinyl tape. I've got what's almost left of a roll of some uh, three-quarter inch wide uh, strapping tape. It's got that nylon reinforcement. You cannot break this stuff. This is great stuff. Uh, and also a roll, a partial small roll of duct tape. Got to have duct tape. Uh, so I got that in there. Uh, here's some stiff little Caltie wire wires that I've got. And here's some more wire. And here's some smaller wire. And here's some even smaller wire. And uh, oh, another little roll of paracord. Uh, here's some what looks like shoelace material, but it's a really heavy flat nylon strap rope. It's kind of nice because it doesn't cut in your hands if you have to pull on it. Uh, oh, here's some zip ties, little tiny four-inch zip ties, piece of speaker wire, little length of Romex wire just in case, some copper grounding wire. Copper wire is handy for tying up all kinds of stuff. Big zip ties. Look at that. Little zip ties and big zip ties. Got them both and some medium zip ties. Uh, lots of zip ties. I guess I go through a lot of zip ties. Uh, here's a little bottle with some uh, nylon string in it. I got about 200 feet of nylon string inside that bottle. Here's a, uh, what was this? Oh, this was a, a one of those plastic containers, wide lid, big wide mouth top on it. it used to have uh, screws in it, but now it's full of all kinds of little electrical stuff, wire nuts and Romex connectors and staples and uh, push terminals and all kinds of things electrical in here, just in case I'm helping somebody out with somebody on that. Uh, Oh, here's my Crescent Apex tool. This is that sample thing they sent us here on the radio. We gave away a bunch of these. Uh, this has all the bit tips in it for going in a, a drill or a, the end of a screwdriver, uh, which makes me think, I don't have a drill in here. Why do I have all these drill tips in here? Oh, because they also fit in the end of one of my screwdriver things. That's right. Uh, but this has all the, uh, the nut drivers, all the different Torx uh, squares, the Torx tips, different size Phillips, uh, square drives, all kinds of things in here. Uh, that's every tip known to man is inside there. Uh, I also have a set of drill bits. Okay, I guess I'm going to have to put a drill in here. Um, I guess it's because I don't want to take the ones out of the shop, but a, a set of drill bits from 16th up to half inch and a couple of countersinks. That's in here. Oh, this is the fun part. These are the, the bags and the, the bins. Here's a little Ziploc baggie full of cotter pins. Mr. Cotter, you remember that TV show? He invented these. That teacher on Welcome I Back, Cotter. I know the show. I don't know what those pins are for. Okay, yeah. This is where you've got these in your car. Uh, you may have some on your bike. No, I'd probably not on your bike. Your lawnmower's probably got a few. What this is, is you drill a hole in something, like through the end of a metal rod or a bracket, and you put this cotter pin in there. Here, look at them. You see how they're split? Uh, okay, now I can see right, what they look like. Yeah. They're split in the middle, and they got this ring on the end. So you stick it through the hole, and then you bend the legs of it out on the other side. And so it can hold washers onto the end of metal rods and stuff. They're cotter pins. They're gotcha. just, just trust me. You use them all over the place. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, truss head screws. These are sheet metal screws that have a big, wide, flat head on them. Uh, these things are wonderful. All kinds of stuff. I've got some wall anchors in here. Seems like I'm always helping one of my kids fix a towel bar or something at their house and, or anchoring something to a sheetrock wall. So I've got an assortment of different wall anchors. A little uh, bottle of nails. Don't use nails too much anymore. Everything seems to be screws. But if I need to pound a nail for something, there's like 10 of every size nail known to man in there. Um, same thing with a bottle of screws. Uh, these are outdoor screws. These are plated ones for decking and outdoor use and fencing. They're all the, the Torx head ones, so you got to use the, the Torx tips on those. And then just some regular drywall screws for interior use. And I, I mixed up, I, you know, I buy these things when I buy them. I buy a box of every size, so I have them in my shop and... 
I just took, you know, a few of each and put them in here because I'm not going to need 200 of the same thing, but I may need five or six of them in my go bag. And that is the complete inventory of everything that's in here. And yes, this thing weighs a ton when I pack this thing around. I am glad it's got a shoulder strap on it because when I try to carry this thing just up here, up to the studio, I'm glad I don't have to go very far. So this is not something that I'm going to carry up the side of a mountain, you know, two and a quarter miles and stuff, unless, you know, now I'll make somebody else do that because this is, this thing is heavy. I mean, it is to a point, it could be considered excessively heavy. And so maybe I need to narrow this thing down again and, and kind of look at stuff and say, you know, if I haven't used this in the last year, maybe I don't need to take it with me. But you know what will happen as soon as you do that, right? As soon as you do that, I'll go back to, oh yeah, I took that out because that roll of tape weighed three ounces and I thought I was saving weight. So anyway, this all goes in here and carry handles and straps. So switch back over here. Okay. So that, anyway, I just think that, you know, as we go on vacation season and stuff, and if you're, you're driving to the Oregon coast or you're going to go visit some people and you're going to share an Airbnb in the mountains of, you know, Colorado or something and you're driving, obviously you can't take this on the airplane. Well, I suppose you could check it as baggage, but, um, it, it, it's just kind of nice to have some of this stuff just in case something, something happens. And, uh, I don't know, maybe it's, is that excessive? Is that crazy? Am I weird to having yes. that in the truck? Yes, yes, and yes. Okay, embrace you could, the you could downsize it a little bit. I, I probably think. could. Yeah, you're right. There's probably some things in there. But I, 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 I don't know. Maybe it's a reflection of the, the desire to be able to do a whole bunch of different things and then have the stuff that's there to do. I don't you know. You are well prepared. Yep. Or maybe I'm the guy you don't want to be anywhere near because <laughs> I can fix that. No, no, no. Let let the landlord, let the property manager come over. Nope, nope, nope. We're going to reverse the door on that refrigerator and we're going to do it right now. I can't take it anymore. I did that once at a place we stayed. I fixed two of their toilets that were running. The flappers were bad and I had some tools. So I was able to do that. I fixed the door on the refrigerator that wouldn't stay shut. It kept popping open. And there was a back door that the deadbolt, it wouldn't work on the lock. So I readjusted it and I did it because I had my tools with me probably shouldn't have done that but i fixed four things on their airbnb and they didn't even know about it so back after this the home fix show with joe prin will be right back on news talk kboi water damage can cost thousands of dollars to repair one way to prevent this is rain gutters the most overlooked and least expensive addition to your home rain gutter systems move water away from your home reducing the risk of a flooded basement crawl space damaged siding fascia and soffits recently a home without rain gutters had to have thirty-five thousand dollars in siding repairs before rain gutters could be installed and leaky rain gutters on one side of a home that went undiscovered for a year cost a homeowner eight thousand dollars in repairs Hunter Rain Gutters are the only local company in Boise who have crisscrossed Idaho, Washington, and Oregon, working on hundreds of jobs in the Pacific Northwest, dealing with huge amounts of moisture. This experience provided skills, knowledge, and expertise to undertake any job they could come across in the Treasure Valley. If your gutters are sagging, damaged, or leaking, it's time to take care of this. And if your gutters just need to be cleaned, call the set up service so you stay safe and off the ladder. Call 208-747-0641 or visit HunterRainGutters.com and follow Hunter Rain Gutters on Facebook. Replacing your roof doesn't happen every day, and that's a good thing, right? Maybe this is the first time you've ever faced this, or since the last time you've had to do this, a lot has changed. 
Today's roofing shingles can last 35, 45, even 50 years or more. Get the roofing information and experienced advice you need from the Home Fix recommended roofing company, CF Construction. Craig will visit your home and prepare a complete and accurate quotation for you. If you need to get your insurance company involved, not a problem. CF Construction works with the mall and will be your advocate in getting you the best roof possible for your home. But what about scheduling? Yes, this is tricky right now, but CF Construction has been here before and knows how to make this as quick and easy as possible for you. Many customers comment on how fast and professionally Craig and his team made things happen. Take the worry and stress out of getting a new roof. Just get in touch with CF Construction. 208-921-1445. That's 208-921-1445 for your new roof from CF Construction. Cleaning up around the house is easier when you choose the carpet cleaning company voted the best for the last four years, Zero Res. And it's more than just carpets. Zero Res cleans furniture, upholstery, and area rugs, as well as outdoor patio furniture cushions. And don't forget about cleaning your hard floors like tile or wood. These floors are actually harder to maintain than carpet, and a professional cleaning by Zero Res will make them look bright and clean once again. Zero Res has the cleaning knowledge, techniques, and tools for every situation and cleaning challenge. And for all this, the thing that makes Zero Res different from everyone else? Patented Zero Res Water, which does a better job breaking down dirt and grime to get carpets and floors cleaner while not leaving behind a sticky residue like detergent cleaners do. Book your next appointment online at ZeroResBoise.com or call 208-383-1000. That's 208 208- 383-1000 for Zero Res. If you are looking to buy, sell, or tap into your equity, take a few minutes to visit with Terry Hefner and his team of professionals at Guild Mortgage. The local market has changed dramatically in recent years, and working with a pro that understands these conditions is critical. Terry and his team have been helping Idaho homeowners for nearly 30 years. Before you make any financial moves that involve your home, call Terry Hefner. Terry is a native Idahoan and is a second-generation real estate professional. When you work with Guild, you support a business that is passionate about our local economy. The Hefner Group at Guild Mortgage wants to create a positive loan experience and help you make the most informed decisions you can, especially for first-time homebuyers. There is a lot of confusing information out there, so let Terry Hefner help you. Call 208-599-8500 or visit terryhefner.com. Terry Hefner, NMLS 95796. Company NMLS number 3274. Guild Mortgage is an equal housing lender. Get 670 KBOI on Alexa. First say, Alexa, enable the 670 KBOI skill. Then when you want to listen, say, Alexa, open 670 KBOI. Now back to Joe Prin. This is the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. I think I'm going to save our discussion about regrouting and recaulking showers and bathtub surrounds we'll do that next week because it's a it's fairly detailed and i want to give that the the treatment no pun intended that it needs to get that job done right and complete along with being able to mention all the products and tools and stuff that you'll need so we'll save that one for a first up next week in our in our eight o'clock hour um, another program where i at this moment in time i don't uh, have anybody in that eight o'clock hour coming in with me. Um, we will have our guest in the nine o'clock hour from jump, uh, uh, talking about the repair cafes and the, the, uh, capabilities that jump has in their workshop that you may not even know the, the community workshop that's inside that building. And it is a well-stocked and well-done, very safe and 
incredibly uh, professional workshop that uh, a lot of us can access that for certain types of activities. We'll learn about that next week in our nine o'clock hour on the show and uh, grout repairs and caulkings and all that in the eight o'clock hour. Plus, who knows what the phone calls will bring. Uh, one of those phone calls that I got this week was uh, from somebody who lives in one of our, I guess I'd call it our mountain communities, and uh, very, very frustrated uh, with their home there. They've chose to move from, uh, in the air quotes, the big city uh, to the mountains and are now finding that when they need a plumber or an electrician or somebody to do a roof repair or something, it's not like they found uh, you know, here in town. Uh, they've called some of their same contractors that they've known and used they've called people on my resource list only to hear that uh, you know they don't go to this area or if they do the uh, the windshield time and the charges they're going to have a whole day's work for you know a two-hour two-hour job that the the customer is going to have to pay for so they say you know why can't i get anybody to come here to fix my you know fill in the blank you know can you recommend somebody that you know up here and no, 99% of the time, I don't know somebody in Riggins that can do this, or I don't know anybody in, uh, you know, the, uh, Fairfield or something, you know, that, that does the, these things. So, um, I feel really bad about that. And, uh, the only, the only suggestion that I would have to offer is that as, as you get involved in this community, uh, you need to talk to other people that live around you in that or or where you fill up with gas you know down downtown or get your mail or something and and maybe talk to some of these people and just say hey i'm 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 new up here or i'm new here or maybe you've been there for a while and you've never had to do this stuff but you know who do you use do you live well first of all do you live around here and if you do who do you use for this stuff or that stuff oh yeah there's this guy over here that does that or this lady over here she fixes these things and um, you know, they, they, they don't really advertise it or whatever, but they're real good at what they do and stuff. And, and so you're going to need to make these connections and find out who these, you know, friends of a friend of, of this, this professional is or, or whatever and find out who can do these things. Cause, uh, th- this can be one of those things where you, you make all kinds of phone calls and few people call you back. And if they do, they only tell you that they, they, they don't get up to your area. Or if they do it, it, well, I'll just have to see if I get some other things going on up there and, I'll combine them all, but in the meantime, you know, put a bucket under it and just let it drip. You know, well, that doesn't always work here. So, you know, and it's not like these these houses are any different or built any different way than the the in town house that they used to have. It's just it's just tough to get uh, some certain specialties, especially uh, to do that and to find an all purpose person that can you know come around and do these things. They're out there. Uh, you just got to know who to talk to about this. Um, there was a uh, a friend of mine that uh, what what he used to do. He lived in Cascade, and he was having trouble finding certain people to do certain kind of things, certain types of work. So he found that if he went down at lunchtime down to one of these, uh, there's a cafe right down there, right downtown, and he uh, would would go there and he'd see these you know these trucks with these workers coming in, and it well there's a sign one these these people are here so they they either come here regularly or they've come from a call or from you know horseshoe bend or something or they they live right there in the area 
and find out what they do and what their capabilities are. And they take phone numbers and they take names and he built up, you know, this database of people. And, hey, do you guys know an electrician or do you know a, you know, a licensed plumber? Or do you know somebody that can do drywall work up here? And, and you find once you start talking to people in the trades, that goes a long way. And then he would do the same thing at, you know, at the hardware store or at the lumber yard. And, you know, who do you know that goes down here and does this? And, and basically built up that resource list and everything. But then also... He did the next step, which I thought was really valuable. He would call up some of these people and say, I, I just want to tell you, I don't need your services right now, but I live, you know, here in Cascade or wherever it was. And, and uh, do you come here? And first he would verify some of those things and talk to him and just get to know him a little bit. And just from, from attitude and that quick conversation, he could find out, okay, well, I never want to call that person again. Or, all right, I found my person. I'm going to make a little you know, green dot next to this one rather than a red check or whatever. And you develop this list so that you have that when you're ready because it isn't the same where you have you know, 30 different people to, to pick from and it's just a matter of, of scheduling and availability and maybe the price quotes and stuff. Uh, you just don't have that. Um, Go to church, talk to the people in the pews next to you, talk to the person selling you the groceries, and uh, you'll find that a lot of these people know all these other people, especially in these smaller communities. And uh, I, I know that sounds difficult, but that's that's just what we have to do when you live in a place like, like Idaho where some things are not as close as... as as you would think they are. And uh, when when the jobs are all within, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour, an hour from, you know, home base, it's, it's kind of hard to spend, you know, three hours in a truck going somewhere for a two-hour job. And it's not so much that uh, the, the customer is willing to pay for the work. It's you're away from, from home. And what happens when you need some little widget to solve the problem? Maybe you've got to make another trip and that one's not in the bid. So... It, it can get interesting. So talk to those people in your community around you and start building up your own trusted resource list for where you are. I'm Joe Prin. You've been listening to Home Fix. We will be back next week with another episode of the Home Fix Show on News Talk KBOI. I might sound like I'm nagging you now and then, but here's a reminder that it's a good idea to get a second opinion. If you've been told by a salesperson that you need a new furnace for any reason, please get a second opinion from Heating Equipment Company, a sponsor of the Home Fix Show, before you commit to anything. All too often, the panic of not having a furnace takes over the rational decision-making of finding out exactly what is going on. Many times, the professional technicians at Heating Equipment Company can repair your furnace, no matter the brand, for much less than a new furnace. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times when a new furnace is necessary. And if that is the case for you, trust Heating Equipment Company, a Lennox Premier dealer to present you with several choices of award-winning Lennox products so you can get what's right for you. Don't settle for anything less than a fully informed decision. Call Heating Equipment Company today at 208-459-2212 or visit them online at heatingequipmentcompany.com.